There's got to be an explanation to all these UFO sightings, right? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAPpodcast.com. KVJ. It's time to wake up and let the weirdness begin. It's the KVJ show. To start your morning. Kevin <laughs> is the host. And his skin pigment is whiter than Casper the Ghost. Virginia. <laughs> Sounds like this. Nickname Vicious B. So don't get her pissed. It's a Jason. Talks like a spaz. And he loves to talk about Bigfoot and stats. <laughs> so get ready, here we go. You're listening to 97.9 with the KVJ show. What is going on? Welcome to the KVJ show. Happy days today. Good morning. How the heck is everybody? I'm Ooh. great. Okay. Good to see everybody. You too. Bird, you look like you're better rested. I am a little bit. I'm not really, actually. I think the mania not is Not even better? In. Okay. I, mean, I did go to, I went to bed about midnight last night. Okay, all right. We were in crunch time with the movie, so me and Sweet oh, Danny's boy. have been editing our nards off. And yeah. it just, was in, we're, we lost a week of everything because uh-huh. the premiere is slightly little, we're happy about the premiere, but it was just a slightly a week earlier than we were prepared for. Okay. So we've had to kind of do just nards to the wall kind of. Thing. If you had to take a wild guess, how many man hours oh. for you, just you alone, have gone into the KBJ horror movie? I'm so not good with numbers, but I, a lot, dude. Wait, wait. I'm not good with numbers, but I estimate around 8,000. <laughs> it, 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 it's between 50 to 50,000 hours. Yes. <laughs> what date did you start? We started, it's a little tricky because last year we, we filmed a little bit of the movie. Like mm-hmm. we just started and the movie didn't happen for, 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 for personal reasons. Mm-hmm. And then we kind of got back in the swing of it. I think we started in June of this year. Okay. June. Yeah. It wasn't May. It was the end of June. Okay. So it, it's been, it's. So it's kind of consumed your soul, July, August, September. Especially September and October. September and October have been rough. Okay. Yeah. And here's the thing. He's got an all, like, volunteer crew. He's getting actors and extras from KVJ Nation. Yeah, this and was... all these people show up, and they're working for free. Mm-hmm. But I think eventually this movie will be able to have a budget. You'll be oh, able wow. to hire people. Okay. This year, I think, is the first year that we're really going to see what it can make. Now, we're giving all the money to Little Smiles. Uh-huh. And Little Smiles is making it as a 100 percent charitable donation but eventually you can take this money maybe and hire a crew yeah i i love the, this movie's kind of it, it, not kind it's very special to me because it really is made up of all of kvj nation mm-hmm. uh, all pretty much everyone you see in the movie is made up from kvj nation or from the uh, 97.9 wrmf uh, crew so it really is a labor of love. It's a it's a movie for the people, per- personal made by project. The people. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, a lot of people in the audience at the premiere are in the movie. It's cool, yeah, <laughs> which is so fun. But it, it does take a long time. Our our main actors, the 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 leads, are suits, and it's it's Amy from our KVJ Nation, and she lives in Stewart. Yeah, and it's just it's it's a lot. It's a big schedule to try to 
try to do. So it, it does take a lot of hours. And I think one thing that does uh, really impressive too. It's not only written, shot, edited, produced, but it's scored by you. It is. Yeah. yeah. Well, I, we, we don't we don't want any kind of. Reason. Copyright. We, no, we've been burned so many times. Yeah. So I just I learned how to play the piano during COVID, and I'm, like, <laughs> I'm over it. <laughs> Tell me if this isn't uh, spooky. Is this, this is it right here, Denny's? Yeah, listen to some of the uh, soundtrack for this, Virginia. I'm under your bed, Virginia. Haunting, right? Are you not just quaking in your boots? I am so quaked. Yeah. She's quaked because she's afraid I'm going to ask her for one more reshoot. She is. She's legit <laughs> That scared. scares her. She, I, 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 don't think my, I don't think my actor likes acting. <laughs> she doesn't. <laughs> she gets so bummed out. She's, she's definitely there under protest. Well, I always lie to her. I go, it's going to take like 30 minutes tops and it, it, it's four hours. Two and a half laters, <laughs> hours later, <laughs> I'm like, oh my gosh. She, I, I can tell when she starts to hate me. Well, in the movie, when you see me like upset and like I'm, I'm screaming and I'm, yeah. I'm frustrated, that's real. <laughs> so, so the part that looks good is you not acting. Yes. Okay. Cheeseburger likes to kind of poke his actors. Okay, yeah. yeah. Hey, whatever you got do to get the best out oh, of her. Oh, I got poked. Look, you need to poke Virginia. <laughs> you have to poke her to make her work well. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not an actor. In the movie, when you see me upset, I'm really upset. <laughs> oh, no, me and Virginia really had a fight right before the scene. And go. <laughs> and action. That's awesome. <laughs> and the reshoots, Kevin. The reshoots. Oh, I know. <laughs> Horrifying. <laughs> Reshoots. Virginia, I'll be there at 9 p.m. <laughs> I don't know why you're <laughs> witching and moaning. You No makeup this year. That's true. I do have to thank the uh, horror movie gods that I am not green and a witch like I have been in movies past. Because that paint is so difficult to get off. And you have yeah. to put it everywhere. Hands, cleavage, Ooh. face, neck, ears. Mm. Yeah, you know, it's a lot of fun working with her. <laughs> Here at the station and the side projects. I, I had to do paint, too. <laughs> oh, you had the face paint this year. Maybe, maybe not. <laughs> oh, are we giving spoiler alerts? Y'all are good. <laughs> no, I don't think it's any. It's, it's, no, it's, yeah, it's, yeah. It's just, I had I had makeup I had to deal with as okay, well. Okay, all I right. I think any actor has to deal with makeup. Ralston was in a legit makeup chair because Panda has a legit makeup makeup studio at yeah. his work. Mm-hmm. They do. They do video production. They have a giant green screen, and they have one of those yeah. little green rooms where you can get all fancy, yeah. and your makeup can be professionally done. I had a slightly elaborate costume. Look at mm-hmm. you. Yes, my sister worked on his makeup. Yeah, she did. She did a wonderful job. Oh, She's very sister. good at her craft. <laughs> very good at her craft. How's your sister doing? Uh, both sisters seem to be doing great. The uh, premiere <laughs> is going to be on October 21st. The movie drops on YouTube for you for free on the 23rd. That's Monday. Nice. So you can check out the KBJ Horror Movie. All right, we're on YouTube right now. Why don't you dial it up? Just go and look for the KBJ Show or go to kbjshow.tv. What are you thinking about? What, what are you thinking about? What's on your mind? Are you thinking about? What, what are you thinking about? All right, what you got on your mind today, Jaybird? I love it because it's motivational week here on the KVJ show. Yes, I, it is. And yeah. I, I really do believe that we all got to celebrate 
every win we have in our life, no matter how big or how small, and we get more small wins. But but I do think it's important to celebrate them and take note of them. Mm-hmm. And yesterday I'm at the grocery store just to run in to grab something quick because I was running all over the place, and I just for the smell of it go, you know what? This is a newer, this is a different Publix than I go to. Let me go to the middle section. Let's let's just see what they have. And holy crud balls. For what? over two years, I have not found the oh, yeah. peanut Uncrust- butter yeah. honey spread uncrustables. This is one of my favorite snacks of all time. People go, Bird, just make them yourself. I, I can't. The uncrustable people do something with their honey and bread. Probably terrible chemicals. <laughs> uh-huh. Look at the ingredients. You can't pronounce three quarters of them. But man, these things, I'm addicted to these things. And I found a whole trough of them at Publix. And I lost my mind. And I, as I'm grabbing them, I go, Bird, this is a win. You weren't even expecting yeah. this. You found them. <laughs> you haven't found them in, in, in two years. Right. And uh, it made me happy. It just reminds me of going, let's celebrate our wins no matter how small they are. It's good. Oh, it's, it's, yeah. I love that. It's smart to do. Absolutely. Well, congratulations. Thank I know, you. I know that's a big deal for you. <laughs> Hashtag goals. Uh-huh. Uh, what you got on your mind today, Virginia? I was out last night. I told you I was doing the big taste of Martin County, and boy, there was a lot of KVJ Nation out there last night. The Treasure Coast loves us, and they kept coming up and saying, oh, tell Jay Bird I said hi. Uh, our friends from uh, Hop Life were out there. They said, oh, nice. we want to do the something pumpkin keg stands again for Halloween. So they're going to bring a a keg in here for us to do keg stands again. Set that up. That's fun. I know why she wants to do it, because she's the best keg stander we've got. She's got a skill set. Well, if you think you can handle it, come for the queen. I know I can't, but I want to be a part of it. Does that make sense? (laughs) It does. (laughs) So many great restaurants, so many fun people that we ran into last night, and it's all to benefit big brothers, big sisters. It's so easy to be a big brother or a big sister you know I was one before I had kids of my own and if you have that free time if you don't have a husband and kids to look after it really is a fun thing to do mm-hmm. it only takes a few hours a month to make a really big difference in a kid's life so you can go to mentor big on any social media at mentor big and find out more about being a mentor in Palm Beach or in Martin County they really do need you these kids could use somebody to give them guidance like a big brother or sister would. Right. Makes sense. Gosh, Perfect. I, could, I would love that. Yeah. <laughs> you guy. need a big brother or sister. <laughs> oh, you want a big brother. You're That's not going to be one. No, no, no. You, you have to be one. one. Oh, okay. You're too old to a, get a big. You, a, <laughs> you have to get a little. <laughs> I wanted to sign up for I wanted my big. <laughs> I know you did. Uh-huh. <laughs> Well, this is uh, good news. If you hate passwords the way I hate passwords, it feels like it's at least once a week that I'm hit with trying to find a password, or it's just, and I do try to keep very good records of what my passwords are. But man, it's just always something is coming up, or if somebody hits you on the fly with one. Good news, if you use Google, it looks like passwords are on the way out. Thank you, Lord. Because, is it man, Face ID now? Well, yeah, they're going to kind of go more into that biometric type of world that uh, they're going to be doing. It's going to be the passkey that will let you sign into your accounts. You'll be using kind of the same methods that unlocks your device, like pins or biometrics, like finger or face prints. They say the main advantage is that these methods are phishing-resistant, 
You know how you always have somebody saying, click here to get your code or whatever? Yes. Because a hacker needs your actual uh, device to be able to uh, get to it. So not just your password to break in now. So it's actually more secure. Okay. Yeah, they physically would have to have it. So they would have to, you know, start mugging you and beating you over the head, which they will. But, you know, the good news (laughs) is for a while, till they figure that out, this is going to be a lot safer and better. (laughs) They say that pass keys are also a favorite of consumers because you don't have to memorize long strings of letters and numbers. Which you notice how they and then they guilt you, be like, that's not very strong. Yeah, they said you have to have (laughs) 13... Letters or numbers now with a special character and capitalization. I'm like, dude, yeah. there's well, no way I'm going to remember this damn long thing. Well, we have we have a thing here at work. I believe it's a work email. It's the worst. And you have to, they, they make you change the yeah, password, right. I think, every six weeks. So you have to, <laughs> you know, I have like 11,000 different passwords. And you can't use one you've used before, yeah, yeah. even if you used it like three years ago. That's gone great for me. <laughs> <laughs> It's challenging. Oh, dude. <laughs> it's too challenging. So that is the good news. And the uh, reason why, if I wasn't already on it, I would uh, probably be hopping onto uh, Google and pretty fast. So hopefully that is the very near future they're going to be getting to. All right, coming up here in just a couple of minutes. Um, she could have made the list if it was a big budget movie. Worst acting performances in big budget movies. You won't see Virginia on this list. <laughs> but you Worst could. acting in low budget now. I'm <laughs> there. Right. We'll, we'll I'm all over list. that one. That's a longer list, though. <laughs> it's a much longer list. This is the ones where they should be good, but in which movies were they not? I'll run it down for you next. My KVJ show. Was there an acting performance that you thought was just absolutely terrible and cringe-worthy? GiantFreakingRobot.com has come up with a list of the worst acting performances in big-budget movies. Kind of curious if you can name one of the movies in the acting performance that they have on their initial list. Nicolas Cage, Con Air. Uh, let me see. Nicholas Cage. Yes. Not Con Air. Ghost Rider. Oh. Can you just not say Nicholas Cage dot 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 in? <laughs> I think he's I think he can be good. He was. OK. What, what's the longer list? Nicholas Cage, bad acting performances or good? He was good, good in a, a American. Uh, what was the thing with the map? Treasure map on the back of National uh, Treasure. He's good. In National Treasure. He was awesome in uh, Honeymoon in Vegas. He was awesome in uh, Moonstruck. He was okay. great in uh, Fast Times or not Fast Times at Ridgemont High, but Valley Girl. He, the, yes, he he's great. What's the movie with the bees? I don't know what movie that is. <laughs> what, is what movie is that? <laughs> I know you always play that clip. I've never, I've never even seen. It. I've only just seen this clip. I have no idea even what uh, the movie is. We need to know that. We, we play that clip so much. Yeah. To not know what movie it is. It's uh, the Wicker Man. The Wicker, the Wicker Man. Man. The Wicker Man is the movie. Yeah. Huh. Where okay. he's, uh, yeah. Oh no! Not the beast! Not the beast! Ah! Oh, no, my <laughs> That's such a great clip. Uh, oh man. 
Yeah, he uh, only made it on here one time. There's uh, some people. I'll, get, I'll name you the actor, and you tell me the movie that they cited them for for a bad acting performance. John Travolta in oh, Battles Battlestar Earth, Battlefield Earth, yes, Battlefield Earth. Battlefield yeah. Earth. That was the one that kind of his movie was up. His movie career was up, then it was kind of down because he did Look Who's Talking. Two, I think it was, and it kind of started to plateau, and then he came back with Pulp Fiction, then he was on a meteoric rise, and then he did Battlefield Earth, and it kind of ticked back down a little bit after that. Yeah. Well, I guess you just graph everything. It would uh, probably look like that in most people's careers. Uh, what about Keanu Reeves? They cited him for a worse acting oh, performance in... Uh, Dracula. Bram Stoker's Dracula. Yeah. yeah. He gets panned for that one hard. Mm-hmm. What about Megan Fox? It's got to be Transformers. It was Transformers, yeah. <laughs> Halle Berry in. Catwoman. Yep, she won a Razzie for that performance. She showed up and got her award, too. Yeah, she did. It's it great she faced the music. It's a, it's a good move. Arnold Schwarzenegger in everything. Okay, oh, <laughs> <laughs> no, I kid. Uh, I love the Terminator. Uh, I mean, good gosh. Oh, is it Batman Forever or Part Four? Oh, Mr. Freeze? he played Mr. Freeze. That's it's, that's a good guess. They got him down for Last Action Hero. I don't know, man. Mr. Freeze was pretty rough. I am Mr. Freeze. Yeah, that, well, you could do that same thing with uh, Nicolas Cage. Worst performance. What's their worst movie? I mean, I watched The Terminator not that long ago. He's very creepy in that. Yeah, he's he's had some great roles, no doubt. I mean, there's, you definitely loved Arnold Schwarzenegger in a lot of movies, but... You know, you look at, okay, everybody's got a few flops where they oh, were not good. Everybody does. Leo DiCaprio, how many flops does he have? I don't know. That's a good question. I mean, a lot, lot, like a Leo and I know people hate Tom Cruise, but the guy does know how to pick, for the most part, a pretty good project to get involved. Usually a Tom Cruise movie is a good movie for the most part. Yeah. Leo's the same way, man. They don't have too many... I know they've got bombs, but they don't have too many of they them. They don't have any dirds in their garden. Yeah, Not I'm trying many. to think. Yeah, what is the what is the big oof? Yeah, Leo DiCaprio in. I know they get they they, they don't like Shutter Island. The critics don't. Okay, but all right. Again, oh, was he? Did he do the Man in the Iron Mask? He did. Was that one that maybe they didn't love? Denny's loves that movie. Does he? Okay. I love it, man. He does. I love it's that. He's so good at that, man. Yeah, it's a great he's film. He's just a man in an Iron Mask. That was one of the many movies we watched when we got fired in Miami. <laughs> oh, yeah, the man in the Iron Mask. Okay. I made him watch so many terrible movies and vice mm-hmm. versa. What about Mike Myers? They list him for our worst acting performance in... It got a little, little hairy towards the end. Is it... It did. He he had a few, actually. He What was the one where he was the guru? Yeah, the... Something with a Z. No, wait, maybe that was Adam Sandler, something with the Zohan. That's Zohan. Adam Sandler. That's Adam Sandler. And Mike Myers was, I think, maybe gold member. But I don't know. Some people like that, actually. No, no. Uh, Mike Myers did do some kind of another weird character that was like the Zohan. I, okay. I can't remember what it was, and it was not good. And then he really kind of shut it down after that. He was in the Queen movie. He had that one ca- that character role. Right, but that was a big gap between when he was really riding high to when he did that movie. Huge. Like 15 years. Yeah. Some of the other ones they have on the list, Hayden Christensen, they're not a big fan of him in any of the Star Wars prequels. They don't like him as uh, Anakin Skywalker, Virginia. You don't or they don't? They don't. 
Your opinion is important. It's you right. are the voice of Star Wars on this show. He does a better. Uh, he does a better job in Episode Three. The, the, a lot of it was there's some bad dialogue in Episode Two. They make yeah. him say some stupid things. They, they kind of try to do a little romance part with him, and we're like, "Come on, we want to see him turn evil." Well, he actually uh, made it on another list on characters that had really bad chemistry. That was a uh, Reddit thread that uh, just came out, and I don't even know, maybe part of it's uh, Christian or Hayden Christensen, but uh, they say Natalie Portman really has not got any chemistry with anybody she's in a co-romantic role with. She w- Yeah, it's kind of weird, too, because in episode one, Virginia, her character, she's regular Nat- Natalie Portman size, and she's acting with this little kid who looks no more than the age of eight, right. maybe nine. Yeah. So you see them palling around the entire movie. Then the next movie, he's in a... He's uh, um, you know, he's like hit puberty. He's he's all like of a sudden, 18. he's caught up to her. Yeah, he's eighteen, and now they they have lustful eyes for each other. You're going, oh. I mean, the last movie, he was a child. And she was calling him Annie, and yeah, yeah. it was kind of that's kind of weird because she's recently gone on the record and talked about how it messed her up in the head to be sexualized at such a young age by a lot of Hollywood pervs. Yeah. So if she's in a movie sexualizing somebody younger than her, it's she, like ooh, she welcome she to did. She really didn't, though. I mean, the, no. the first movie, it's a little kid, and then the second movie, he, the actor's 18 or 20 years old. But, but she they just, did. yeah, it was. You had to have a suspension of disbelief there that a lot of people couldn't get over. It. Be like, yeah, wasn't she just palling around with him like she was <laughs> his babysitter? So, totally, it got weird. They also uh, said Natalie Portman with Chris Hemsworth in Thor. They had no chemistry. And uh, that movie as well. All right, is there uh, anybody else that uh, you would throw in here? Uh, one other name they had on there was Sofia Coppola's Mary Corleone in The Godfather 3. Some people thought, Virginia, that that was a father helping out a daughter. For Nepotism a f- works, <laughs> okay? Uh-huh. Look in Hollywood. It's everywhere. Yeah, okay. All right, anybody else that uh, you would add to the list? You can hit us up, 877-979-WRMF. It's KVJ. I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game, and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. Uh, some people uh, sent in some uh, texts to uh, help out. We're talking about uh, the Mike Myers movie that he did. It was The Love Guru. Okay. Uh, right. We're talking about uh, yeah actors and... Yeah, and not to very good roles. Now, somebody's saying for Tom Cruise, what about uh, Tropic Thunder? Awesomely bad. No way. He's he, he's he's considered. In fact, that was after his whole weird Oprah couch moments. That kind of got him back to Thought not so. being as weird to the public eye. Whatever he did in that, people really seemed to like. They did. Yeah. So that was uh, kind of cool. So I, I I don't know if I would uh, put that one in there. The one with the Tom Cruise people don't seem to love is uh, him and the Mummy. That doesn't seem to be well received. It's not that's not an awesome movie. Yes, uh, somebody said Daniel Craig and Knives Out. He's got this weird Southern accent that doesn't uh, really jive, and he's typically good. He was good in all the Bond movies, and I think that was kind of a spoofy character though. Would be the only defense I would have of that. But yeah, it's it's odd to see him being James Bond. 
with his sophisticated British accent, all of a sudden he's put on a Southern one. What was the one Adam Sandler movie you watched and had Rob Schneider in it, and you go, it just was unwatchable. And I don't think you were... Br- you weren't bringing in your personal. It was, it was the bad. it was the football movie, and it was about like the Saints coach that I love. Yes, and it, it, Rob Schneider ruined something that I should have loved so much. His character was. 10 out of 10 annoying. (laughs) (laughs) It had nothing to do with the baggage you're bringing in? Nothing. (laughs) Nothing, huh? Not a bit. Nothing at all. Unwatchable. Okay. And I love Sean Payton. He ruined Sean Payton. Did you at least like Rob Schneider? Take out all of your personal beef with Rob Schneider. Did you like him in The Water Boy? That you can do it. Did I've never seen it. You've never seen The Water Boy? I'd love to have Virginia go through and watch the whole anthology of Rob Schneider movies and then give a personal review uh, yeah. to each one. That'd be quite that'd be quite a series, wouldn't it? It really would be. Mm. Ugh, no. She couldn't do it. She could not. Even if he was good... She, she she's so like my mom. She her she's so mad at, at Rob Schneider. No matter what he did, she's like, nah. He's out I don't want to give that little mini devil the streams, the credit of me watching his films because he doesn't deserve it. There okay. it is. All right. Okay. <laughs> Not a fan. Not a fan. Apparently. All right. Coming up here in a couple of minutes, we're going to find out who on the KVJ show do you think would be the first to leave the KVJ show. We'll discuss next. KVJ. South Florida weather is 15 seconds away from the H. Greg West Palm Beach Weather Center. The real fun starts in October. Stop by hgreg.com on Military Trail and enjoy savings without the scare. Whatever your taste or budget is, they've got a huge inventory with a perfect match for you. hgreg.com. Save more, drive happy. Warm start temperatures in the upper 70s with a few clouds, partly sunny early this afternoon as highs top out at 89 degrees. So it's going to be a scorcher, very humid this afternoon with scattered thunderstorms later this afternoon through the evening hours. A few could be strong. I'm WPTV First Alert Meteorologist Jennifer Correa on 97.9 WRMF. This report is sponsored by Brightline Trains. There's more of South Florida to see. Ride to White Sand Beaches in West Palm. Taste new flavors in Boca Raton. Or ride to a night out in Miami. Brightline makes getting around South Florida easier than ever. Book your next ride at GoBrightline.com. What's hot now on the KVJ Show? We're going to score some free money. Who would not? We have got a very nice WRMF high-low cash jackpot. Getting close, and let me tell you, it can be worth up to $5,000. Our last cash jackpot was worth $4,329.23. Farian in West Palm Beach picked that one up, and she is getting a jump on her holiday shopping because of it. So what are you going to be doing with your cash jackpot? Just listen up to all the guesses. They happen at the top of every hour from 9 a.m. to 5 p.m. with WRMF's High Low Cash. Get the info on everything that's going on with us at kvjshow.com. All right, so who on the KBJ show do you think would be most likely to become a farmer? Me or Dennings. Okay. And, and, <laughs> and it's possible we would do it together. Ooh. And I yeah. think you guys know what, we, what we'd be farming. I think we know what the green thumb hippies would be doing. <laughs> There's part of me that does love that lifestyle. My sister's got a mini farm out there in Oregon. Yeah, mini right. farm. Yeah. And it's... 
It's awesome, first of all. She's got goats, and I feel like goats really can, I don't know, man, they can see through your soul. Yeah, she's you got can a, connect with them. She has a spiritual goat. I'm convinced this thing has got just magic in its heart. What's his name? Magic. Magic the goat. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> okay. Who do you think on the KVJ show would be the first to pitch a successful product on Shark Tank? Could come up with the concept and get a buyer going on the TV show. Who's that going to be? Now, I know Jaybird and Denny's, they've been crafting some ideas. It's either Kevin or the bird, and I'll tell you why. Kevin, because okay. you have good ideas, you're okay. organized, you're creative. Mm-hmm. Okay. Me, I take a lot of chances, bad or oh, good. Yeah. I constantly, <laughs> I, I fall off that horse hard, but I get back up on it. You're so, the son of an inventor. I'm a son of an inventor as well. <laughs> yeah. You're a son of something else, too. I am. Yeah, you did uh, plaster a pair of shoes, right? Yes. The, mm-hmm. the big one we thought was going was gonna to hit yeah. was back in the 80s. It was the concept of having a toothbrush with toothpaste already in it. Oh, yeah. And you hit the button, Bob. It just puts it right up. Yeah, and it, it, it was, it was uh, shaped to your teeth perfectly. And him and oh, my, wow. Him and his buddy really came up with this whole plan. And somebody I don't hate de- it. They developed it already. Oh, no way. Yeah. It, it, it Why never did that ever take off? Yeah. It didn't, but it was already developed, so they go, yep, sorry, it's, it's patent. Whoa. Yeah. I, I wonder how many great products are just sitting there somewhere and nobody's doing anything with them. That's a great That's a great question because it got patent and then no one did anything with it. Right. So my dad couldn't do anything with it. Yeah, exactly. You're stuck. Huh. Okay. Do you agree, Virginia, on who would be the first to be on Shark Tank? Yeah, I think you guys are the most creative, most risk-taking Okay. Most idea guys, definitely. Plus, I'm hammy. It's a show. I do love Shark Tank, though. I, that is a great show. I like it, too. I think they can edit down some of their segments. They can edit Bethany Frankel right off of it. But everybody else, I love all the other sharks. I like when it gets all sassy. <laughs> oh, it gets sassy, <laughs> I huh? love it, man. I like when sassy. the sharks start fighting with Me each too. other. Oh, yeah. yeah. The sharks will fight. It's pretty good. Or then there's times somebody who doesn't know their worth, they think they're too big for Shark Tank, and they kind of talk to the judges as uh, kind of down to them. You don't talk down to the sharks. No. The sharks will put you in your place real quick. Really? Well, you're coming to them for money. Like, yeah. why would you catch an attitude? You don't get how this thing works. And they also have massive egos. You, you got to be to be on the Shark Tank. Okay. Yeah. Well, they got massive cash. Those yeah. sharks. Who on the KVJ show do you think would be the first to shush a complete stranger? Shush. I do not like a shush or a shushing. It, it, it's a pet peeve of mine. But if we were in some place and a shush was needed, I'd probably be the one to give it. I think so, too. Nobody's shocked. (laughs) Someone needs to shush you. Oh, Virginia. You've done it before. We got into a fight. And I'll do it again. Let's go. Shushing me in front of people. Don't talk to me like that. (laughs) Who on the KBJ show do you think would be the first to be featured in an adult movie? Whoa. Virginia. Really? Only because she keeps talking. About, well, that mo- movie's different than OnlyFans. Yeah. All right. All right we got to think this through. It's not Virginia. <laughs> Vanilla Vanna over here. Whatever. I'm steamy. She wants to do OnlyFans just to put her feet on there. And then she calls her feet <laughs> yeah. little pigs. I can, do, I can do sexy pigs. Who do you think it is? I think it's you, Bird. I don't know, man. I don't think you're likely, and I don't think anybody on this show ever would, okay. but if there's the most likely. You're right. It's it, it's you or Suits. It's me or Suits. Yeah. No, I think you're right. 
Mm-hmm. I don't want. I, I do not want to be a part of that world, Virginia. Well, if times get tough and we get fired again, guess what? I'm pimping you out. <laughs> There's a niche market. Okay, so who on the KBJ show do you think would be the first to leave the KBJ show? I think it suits only because we saw how it, it just got hairy a couple yeah, of weeks ago. Right. And it became a very real thing very quickly. So, he was packing his stuff and moving to Alabama. There was a conversation during commercial <laughs> break about how he and his mom were moving to Alabama within this month to where right. he wasn't going to be able to finish the KVJ horror movie. That's how Harry things got. That's how the horror movie got real. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> yeah. Well, not only that, Suits has become a close friend. I, I don't want to lose a friend. No. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think we fixed that, though. Suits is staying. Okay. I think we got him here through the year, at least. Okay. After that, I think it'd be Kevin. Okay. Because he's Me. just over us. I think I think he would snap and be done. Oh, well, man. We, <laughs> I think they would finally... Snap and done. They would finally push him, and he'd just be like, that's it. <laughs> Can't do it snap anymore. Snap and done. Because he doesn't let it out like me and you, Jay Bird. When we get frustrated and we get you know, sad about work stuff, we scream and holler. We communicate. We communicate. We, we, we communicate actually what's going through our mind and talk to people. We fight. We get it out. <laughs> we talk and, about and, it. Kevin. Kevin is over there silently bottling it all up, yeah. all the torment, all the pain, all the manipulation. Right. One day, it just that dude, can't do it. that dude will snap. He will he will have something going on the mm. side that none of us know about, mm. and he will walk out of here and give everybody the finger on the way out. Well, you, oh, now that's not my style. <laughs> I'll, 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 not us. Yeah. Okay. But I think like just the whole system. Mm-hmm. You would feel bad about leaving us, but you would still leave. But I, I, okay. I hear what you're saying, but I think I think Ralston's got a good head on his shoulder, especially as he's older. And yeah, he, he's in a rough position because he's in the middle. He has to be. He's got to be great with management because you have to be because you just, you have to be. Then you have to deal with your show as well. So you're kind of, you're always being tugged, and, and it's it's not it's not easy. I hear you. I see you. But he takes it. Very well. And the man doesn't ever get any like release of like his feelings. But he's got a mm. spiritual side and he and I, I think he understands that he he understands that he <laughs> everyone's got demons. See, you don't get that you have demons and you you feed your demons. He knows he has demons, so he tries to tame his demons, uh-huh. and that's why he will I not am lose his mind. A demon. You mm. are Titanic. You yeah. are always <laughs> heading to the iceberg and we're all going down. Very insightful. <laughs> If you ever need to talk, though, Kevin, we're here. You okay. like to have the grudge. He wants to try to figure out a way to squash it. I, I will tell you, though, that uh, big old jug of tequila you gave me just about a week ago, Virginia, at least bought another week on this show. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I think alcohol's only keeping this train. So that's the only way we keep him. We that's have to it. keep giving him tequila. Yeah. <laughs> I think that's just kind of the, isn't that our mission statement? Yeah, I probably should just have a stipend in tequila. The KVJ Show. It's the KVJ. Dirt of the day. It's the KVJ. Dirt of the day. The Dirt of the Day, powered by Giving Juice. Well, uh, I don't know if you saw this, but Taylor Swift is doing a big, huge thing today at the Grove in Los Angeles. Now, this is the first time ever in the history of the Grove, which is basically like this whole little outdoor shopping area. It's Mm -hmm. like an outdoor mall, but it's huge. 
she and her team are shutting down the Grove. So there'll be 2,200 lucky fans that at 2 p.m. today will receive details on their phone, where to go, what to do. So they'll get the details around 2, and then they're going to show up at the Grove. They're shutting the Grove down for Taylor Swift's movie premiere of the Eras Tour movie. And it is going to be massive. Uh, Over 2,000 fans taking up all 14 of the theaters at the Grove. Wow. Wow, that Mm. is power. The movie is already a monster hit, surpassing 100 million in pre-sale tickets across the globe. So you can bet that people are going to be flocking to see this movie, and it's going to be massive. At the top of your dome, Kev, do you have a favorite Taylor Swift song? One that sticks out? Um... Back to December. Okay. Yeah. Can you give us a taste? Back to December all the time. Goosebumps. Yeah. <laughs> Goosebumps. Mm-hmm. Um, in other news, I know you guys weren't watching it last night, so I'll just tell you the sad news. They kicked off. Spoiler alert. Spoiler alert. Oh, you got to do it. You're right. Damn. Uh, you, you can't I bring definite hate email on, on my personal accounts. But you spoil these shows. Dancing with the Stars. Spoiler alert. <laughs> they kicked off the delicious Tyson Beckford. What are they thinking? Stop getting rid of the eye candy. I mean, he is so delicious. Dumb move, Dancing with the Stars. Did he not bring it? I guess not. I mean, as far as I'm concerned, he just has to stand there to bring it. But yeah, he had um, the lowest scores. So disappointed with that show. I'm not. I'm, it's 2023. I'm not sure it's supposed to carnalize our dancers. Whatever. Tyson Beckford's hot, <laughs> <laughs> and I don't take it back. Uh, I was excited to see this though. Jason Mraz and his partner got the first nines of the season. He is so good on the show. We love Jason Mraz. He's got rhythm. If you if you notice in the one song or the video, you and I, there's a dancing part in there, and he's bringing it. He does bring it on this show. He's a great dancer, so we're pulling for him to win it all. All, huh? Yes. And finally here, Joe Jonas and Sophie Turner have reached a temporary custody agreement. You know, they're fighting over everything, and the custody of the kids was a big part of it. Their kids have dual citizenship in America and in the U.K., so they finally hashed out all those details, and they're going to be able to equally spend time with both in the UK and in America. I'm pretty annoyed okay. with myself because for some reason, I don't know why, I want to know what she said on that video camera and I, I keep falling for clickbait. We found out what Sansa Stark said on the video camera towards the jo- Jonas boy and you click on that and there's nothing. It's a blind item. It'll come out eventually. I think she was talking crap about him going in and out of the house. She was saying something about him. That was nasty. You know, that's what happens when you're getting ready to get divorced. You say nasty stuff about the person you're divorcing. It would be so funny if, if they, they, they get the, you know, the ring cameras. And, I just hate the Jonas Brothers music. It's terrible. <laughs> and, and that's why she's mad. That's why he's mad. <laughs> I doubt it's that. I bet you it's something way more personal. It may be details about some kind of extramarital thing mm-hmm. or some kind of, oh, I'm going to screw him doing this to the money or take this or take that, you Frankie, know. Frankie Jonas is so much hotter. <laughs> yeah, the bonus Jonas is better looking.
And that's what's going on in your dirt. Okay. Got uh, some birthdays here today, like Cardi B, Virginia's favorite, Ooh, is 31 today. She's so spicy. Mm-hmm. Michelle Trachtenberg, she was in both Buffy the Vampire Slayer and Gossip Girl. She is now 38. And Daryl Hall from a pop band from the 80s called Hall & Oates is 77 today. Looks amazing, sounds great, really kept it together. I'm not kidding you. Check uh, You guys won't even check it out. I'll, I'll, just, I'll send you a link, but I think that's, that's going to be something you guys will check out. <laughs> <laughs> what gave it away? Our look of just ugh, disgust or not caring? I don't think you guys, I don't, I, I'm not sure you guys respect Hall & Oates. <laughs> <laughs> All right, uh, let me see here. We also got a uh, birthday shout out to Mario turning 17. Love from his mom's. Brother Sebastian and his fur baby brother Bustello, uh, just like the coffee. Uh, that is from your favorite Jersey girl, Sarah. Also got a happy birthday shout out to Beckett. He is turning eight from mom, dad, Logan, and Cooper. And uh, there he is sitting in the dugout. Oh, okay. adorable. Let's make sure we're, we're working on hitting that outside pitch. We're driving it to the opposite side of the field. Okay. All right. There you go. Coach Chicken Tender with his piece of advice for the day. Also got a uh, birthday to EVJ. Got uh, some photos there. A little pic collage. Hey, EVJ. Also got a wonderful 39th birthday shout out to my girlfriend, Christina, from our children, Rowan and Maya, our fur baby, Oliver Winston Churchill III, <laughs> <laughs> Uncle Josh and Auntie Rach, the W's and Mac Attack. You've been killing it since 84. That is from A.A. Ron. Nice. Oh, that's mm-hmm. a cute family picture right there. Yeah, it is. Also, happy 13th birthday, Boots. Love you, so proud of you. Elise says that from Mama Val, Broody, Nanny, Daddy, Nini, Sophie, and Luigi. Also, happy birthday to my best friend, my darling wife, Chastity. That is from Chain, the fur babies, Perry, and Logan. And there they are. Oh, my gosh. What cute puppies. That is adorable. Patrick Snyder, happy birthday from his mom and dad. Denise sent that in. Ava, happy third birthday from mom, dad, and Max. And there she is. Disney princess. Oh, gorgeous. What princess is that? Do you know? That's Elsa. Okay. Yeah, that's Elsa from Frozen. Also, happy 13th birthday. Love of my life. My little chef. Mommy loves you so much. Allison uh, sent out that uh, shout out there. Also got the... Uh, yeah, look, look at, at that. that. Chefing it up. And a happy 13th birthday to Rocco, our baby, is a teenager from Big Daddy and Big Mama, Miles, Carrie, Kuru, and Kirsten, the fur babies, Simba and Noel. And uh, there he is doing a little BP and fishing, a little batting practice. What does BP stand for, Virginia? Uh, British Petroleum. Ah. <laughs> Tell me I'm wrong. I do have a point, yeah. I, I can't really tell you wrong. I, I know Jaybird's used BP for another one that we probably shouldn't say right now. Butt. Oh, butt stuff. Wait, what? BP? Yeah, you've, you've thrown that out many times. You say, are they oh, doing some BP? I'm oh, like, yeah. Oh, yes, yes. <laughs> I was talking about batting practice. That's the one I was talking yes. about. <laughs> yeah, I just didn't want that one to get connected to you. Oh, it's connected. It's only yeah. 7 o'clock. Yeah. yeah, it's connected to him. Mm, that's right. 
Uh, coming up here in just a couple of minutes, always love getting your random strong opinions. What is it on? And we've got uh, an email here from Letitia to start it all off. She has a very random strong opinion about texting times. I'll let you know what she has to say about it coming up next. The KVJ Show. You're like me and you can't get enough of Dua Lipa great news. They're thinking that her long-awaited second album is going to be coming very soon. You know, they do these things on their social media platforms, Virginia, to kind of like give you a context clue that something is up. Oh, they're teasing it. Yeah, and on Monday, Dua Lipa, she deleted all of her Instagram posts and she changed her profile photo to a kaleidoscope image of her eye. (gasps) What? Yes. (laughs) Similar images have also replaced the original thumbnails on our music videos on YouTube. So there is something going on in Dua Lipa world. Mm. They think a new album is imminent. We hope. Well, do you have a random strong opinion about something? We always love to hear them, to debate them. Maybe you've got something to it, you know? Letitia sent us an email about texting etiquette. And she said, I was wondering about the show's opinion on texting etiquette. And I've noticed some people don't seem to have boundaries with it. Just yesterday, I had a professional text me after 9 p.m. on a Monday. (laughs) That sounds like a booty call. (laughs) You're texting customers that late? She also says a new friend texted me past midnight saying, hey, you want to go to the gym tomorrow? That's definitely a booty call. I just found all of these texts to be so inappropriate and disrespectful. To me, unless you're a close friend or family, treat it as a phone call only between the windows of 8 a.m. and 7 p.m. So what do you think about that? I, I think now we have something on our phones that really is very helpful. When you have done, when you have finished your day, when you're done, you can put your phone on silenced and now you can go to sleep or watch TV or, you know, eat dinner with your family. So I don't think those same time constraints are holding up now here as we have these new advancements in technology. It don't bother mm. me, but then, it doesn't bother me either. Again, though, you know, I'm, I'm a con. I'm a creature of the night. You can send me a text at 10 p.m. if you want. My phone is silenced. I'm not going to get it. It's not going to wake me up. But then right. when I wake up, I will see your message and I'll be able to help you first thing at 4 a.m. And I will text you back. Yeah, that's kind of what I get as well. I thought that it was okay. Like, I tell people, you can message me anytime you want. You're not going to interrupt me. And I wake up every morning. One of the first things I do is I check my phone. And sure enough, I'll have two or three messages, but it hasn't woken me up, and there's not an issue at all. I'm just saying. It's it's new technology. If they're not using it, then that's their fault. I'm just saying a text message after midnight about the gym might be a little bit more than just a gym text, if you know what I'm saying. I know you're in that world of booty call, but not everybody's calling for booty well it's 12 30 oh let's go to the gym oh yeah let's work and pump some iron pump i'm just saying okay <laughs> you're just saying huh? he's trying to make it sexy oh I, I know i feel like anything after midnight in my opinion it does kind of fall in that category she said it was a new person she said it was after 9 p.m no, not there was, midnight there was one that was after midnight he had said oh. uh yeah past midnight yeah that well, was that's the weird. gym one. that's what i'm saying past midnight asking about the gym 
and mm. they're a new friend. Mm. Okay, thank you. That one might be uh, participating in some extracurricular <laughs> activity with himself. <laughs> that's what I'm talking about. While he's texting you. Ugh, that's creepy. Kevin, I think after midnight is suspect. Okay. 9 p.m., totally not a big deal. Yeah, after midnight could be a creeper. 12.30 and it's a new friend? Delete him. Totally trying to get with you. Okay. All right, some other uh, random opinions that uh, people have here that they've thrown out. What are your thoughts on these? There should be a legal limit on the amount of ice that is put into drinks. If I buy a Coke, it needs to be mostly Coke, not ice. Hmm. Yeah, there is a thing now with a bunch of ice. I've noticed it in my cocktails, and you know I care a lot about my cocktails. When there's so much ice, because I drink them fast, that it's only like four sips, and now the cup is still full of ice. I don't necessarily love that. They have to really think about us fast drinkers. We don't want a whole cup of ice. Okay. What are your thoughts on this one? You are a jerk if... You ask for a refill and then continue to make me wait until you finish the last little bit of your drink. That's from a waitress, obviously. Yeah, if you make them stand there to get your glass while you're still sucking it down. Well, you're gonna get you're about to get a full glass, so why do you need to drain the glass before you get it refilled? You have to drain it and then request. You can't be doing the request before the drain. And then they're standing there. They've yeah. got tables they got to get to and they're waiting for you and watching I, you finish up your I get what she's saying. Yeah. I get what she's saying too, but on the other end, here's my opinion that whatever the name of the segment is, I always forget it. Uh, it's um <laughs> It's called random, suck it down. Random strong opinions. We'll go with that. When you ask somebody like for you're at a restaurant, "Can I please get some more honey mustard?" No, you can't. Sorry. And then they just stand there, and you don't know what to say because I, I guess they're doing their shtick. They're yes. kind of like, like, I guess, I don't know. Somebody who's jokey with you, but they're jokey mean, and they don't know you like that. Yeah, I don't know you, and then I, I can't tell if it's a joke. I, I, I guess by your tone it's a joke, but do you really not have honey mustard? Because if we're going to go down the path of mean... I'm not going to be joking. Th- I'm going to make you cry. Well, I think I think you're being <laughs> you jokey, but it's also confusing. And then it, it kind of like you don't know what to say. How is being mean being jokey if we don't know each other on that level? I think being mean when you don't know somebody is just being mean. And I'm going to give it back to you. But I think they're not trying to be mean. I think they're trying to be jokey. But it does come off like going, well, do you not have honey mustard sauce? It's how or? they are. And then they follow it up with, oh, you know me. I just have to give you a hard time. Yeah. And you're like, what? Yeah. what I'm just giving you like, I don't give- know you, and we're not friends like that. And now you're just being mean to me, and now I want to fight you. It's, I, mean, it's, I, I don't really feel like they're being mean. I just feel like I'm confused, and I can't tell if you're joking, if there is sauce. I'm kind of... Somebody did this to me last night. It's awkward. I'm just like, dude, what are you doing? Is this how you talk to people? Because you're not going to get far in life. Hey, can I play a refill? I don't think you can. <laughs> oh, oh, is, is the machine broke? Because you haven't said... You're kidding? Am I a jerk? <laughs> I'm gonna leave them a couple. Nope. No more drinks for you. It's just what? what? But I'm paying for them. Mm-hmm. <laughs> All right. What uh, do you think about this random strong opinion? Food always tastes better when someone else has made it for you. Uh, yes. Uh, is that true? Trillion percent. So true. Okay. Every time I make something, it it loses a step. It just it's, it's kind of a weird thing. It's kind of like if you scratch your own head. 
Oh my! It Kevin, doesn't feel nearly as good as if somebody else is doing it. When I rub myself, yeah, it does not. <laughs> he feel, rubs a lot. I'm so, we're talking arms. Don't get it wrong; it still feels great. We're talking arms here. Yeah, like I'm talking regular. Like, like I'm rubbing my arm right now. Okay, yeah, it would not feel nearly as good as it would if a, if a suit was doing it. That is such a sexy rub you just gave yourself. Right? right? Oh yeah. yeah. Get this on KVJ TV. Suits, mm-hmm. zoom in. Oh, we're losing oh. numbers, Kevin. We are losing numbers. <laughs> How about this uh, random strong opinion? Want to ruin a perfectly good TV show? Just add the word celebrity to the title. Oh, get out of here. Hey, lion. That is such a lie. It, it's the, not the... Celebrity mo- Big Brother is so much better than real Big Brother. That's the... That... You've said a lot of dumb things this week. That might be... The, that is so not true. Whatever. Celebrity Big Brother is so weak. Celebrity Big Brother is awesome. It's, the we- it's, it's the- weak. It's terrible. Kevin, you don't like it? Big Brother fans don't even... They don't even mess with Celebrity Big Brother. Yeah. Whatever. It's, it's three weeks long. <laughs> it's, it's a condensed version. That is such a weak statement. I learned so much about Tamar Braxton. I wouldn't have known any of that. That is such a good statement. <laughs> Celebrities, most of the time... Well, I, I, say I, th- I think it's a case by case, and there may be going on. Maybe they really don't like Celebrity Big Brother. How do you feel about Celebrity Jeopardy? Oh, I love it. The questions are easier because they don't want to make the celebrities look stupid. So I do get more correct. I don't like it because it's not. The celebrity is playing for charity usually, and yeah. no matter what, they're they're getting promotion for being a good person by being charity. Yeah. They're not trying their hardest, and if they. It's, it's a fluff piece. It's not real Jeopardy. Celebrity Family okay. Feud might be the best of all time. I love that one. Okay, you're a big fan of that. How about Celebrity Wheel of Fortune? Hate it. The wheel's stupid. Hate it. When you go in Wheel of Fortune, the people that really go in there to win, they're fighting for their lives in there. There's okay. something they want money for their family. Mm-hmm. It's their big moment. Celebrities are there for. It brings the, it down a notch. Yeah, they're there not for as the, competitive. What is Virginia? I, I, I feel like Bird's standing by that statement. Then <laughs> he's wrong. It's always better when you have name recognition. Look at the ratings. Now I will say, what are ce- the ratings? They're always going to be higher when you have a celebrity over an unknown. They always are. Always. That, where's her theme song? Where ten is, out of ten. Where is Virginia's wrong? Yeah, I theme just, song? I'm just, you're, you're coming off like this is, like th- this is a fact, and I just, well, I'm why asking do you, you to think show they put work? celebrities on Dancing with the Stars? If it was regular people, they wouldn't tune in. That's a different game. First of all, no one said every single thing. And there's not, so, yeah. That's dancing different. with the Stars, they don't call it celebrity dancing with the stars because there are already stars in it. That's Ex- the whole concept of the show. This is when you add the word celebrity to a show, the concept that's already there. She's got to be trolling, and I'm so mad at myself because I'm falling for it. She's got me. My blood is No, I think boiling. she really believes it. I think you're right. It's making me <laughs> yeah. mad. I really believe it, and I'm trolling you. Oh, I'm just- Where's the whiskey? Two and one. Where's, Where's the, the whiskey? whiskey? That was quick. 7.27 a.m. He's already looking for booze. That's what you do to me. I broke him, girls. No, for, I think we should do a Kevin poll. A poll on of what? what? Just, is Virginia wrong? <laughs> Dude, you got to be more specific. Do you think the word celebrity ruins a regular great show? Boom. Okay, I'll have Suits put that up. Do you think the word celebrity ruins a regular great show? Celebrity. What was that show where they lose all the weight? Uh, the biggest loser? Yeah, biggest loser. Celebrity yeah. biggest loser was great. No, it, it was Celebrity Fit Club. 
Biggest that loser. That was great too. Biggest loser was regular people, and that's why it became popular. Mm. Celebrity Fit Club was popular because it was a show designed for celebrities. They celebrities did not come in there and infiltrate and take over. Celebrity Fit Club is so much better than the biggest loser. I'd love to know from Celebrity Fit Club. What they did on the show, where they ended, and where they are now. And, and a lot of them could... There was some people that were not even overweight that they got on the show oh, because yeah. other pe- they couldn't get people to sign up for it. I think Jack Osborne did one of those. And now he's on World's Toughest Test with Tyler Cameron. And it did really well for him. Like, he lost the weight. He got into fitness. I'm talking mm. about VH1 Celebrity Fit Club. Remember Dunkelman? They, Brian Dunkelman from American Idol? Right. He was uh, failed on that. He blew that. He said that he only took that... He wasn't overweight at all. He was skinny. He said he only took that because he wanted to get some airtime. Oh, That's really? That's why he yeah. did it, yeah. Uh-huh. They've had Kevin Federline on the show. He's been on it. And he got a little doughy. He could use yeah, it. So. He would be a good one for I it. ran into him at Universal Studios in L.A. No big deal. I talked to him for a while. And he, yeah, you could tell he got a little doughy from laying on the sofa and just collecting Britney's checks. Now, that is what Virginia is right. It okay. is no big deal. Okay. <laughs> uh, they also had uh, Dustin Diamond was on the show. Awful. He he deliberately He's went there so to, to cause mayhem. He went there with a bad guy wrestler thing. He deliberately went there to just try to throw the whole show okay. off of its. He, right. Oh, he he passed away. Rest in peace. But he did. Suck. Oh, he's dead. He is. I forgot he died. He did pass away. Yeah. Damn. But he he sucked on that show. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Uh, do you think the word celebrity ruins a regular great show? 73% said yes. Boom. Shakalaka. Okay. I don't agree. <laughs> <laughs> All right, if you ever want to sound off, you can go to YouTube, look for the KBJ show. Coming up here in a couple of minutes, we got a world record Wednesday. Birdie's going to be taking on a big world record challenge. Mm-hmm. And it's uh, kind of a big athletic feat. Oh, wow. Okay, getting very athletic here today. Okay. Mm -hmm. And uh, we also have uh, some breaking news about a world record breaker that just happened 10 days ago. I'll give you an update on something we had covered. Kind of crazy story that a lot of people were texting us about, and I'll let you know what's up next. The KVJ Show. Well, we had the debate, as somebody had said, for their randomly passionate opinion that if you want to ruin a perfectly good show, just add the word celebrity to it. And Virginia disagreed with that random strong opinion, but she's in the minority because we asked, do you think the word celebrity ruins a great show? And 72% said yes, 27% said no. And Virginia said, well, just look at the celebrity Big Brother, and there you go. That was the statement that sunk her. Her opening (laughs) statement lost her the case. Celebrity Big Brother, Mm. in that community, in Big Brother, people know how terrible it is. It's trash within that community. I love Celebrity Big Brother. The regular one is boring. Well, let's look at the ratings comparisons. We do have them because they have a poll based on popularity of TV shows. And Big Brother is ranked number nine in popularity. How about that? Of all the broadcast TV shows. That's pretty impressive. That's very high. Number nine for Big Brother. Celebrity Big Brother is number 
1,466. <laughs> Wait, Virginia was wrong? What? Wait, where's my theme music? She's been correct all day long, so it's time for another round of Virginia is wrong. She's been wrong since the break of dawn, going on and on way too long. Oh, Virginia is wrong. You can suck it. Uh-huh. <laughs> How about that, huh? Whatever. Just a bit off. I loved learning about Lamar Odom. <laughs> so good. I love that show. Uh-huh. World Record Wednesday got it. Well, we got to start off World Record Wednesday by giving us uh, some love and props because just 10 days ago, we talked about a new Guinness World Record that was broke by Dorothy Hoffner. She broke the record for the oldest skydiver of all time at 104 years old. She was doing a tandem dive out of a plane. R.I.P. Dorothy. She passed away in her sleep. Aww, she did? Bless yes, her not heart. even a week after doing the world record. Oh, my gosh. I don't know why I'm shocked. Oh, I know. Yeah. But I am. Right. She died peacefully in her sleep. They say her death was unexpected, but, I mean, can you not expect death at 104? No, you're right. A blink, I think, can take you out, but still. I mean, that's kind of cool, though. One last item. It's like she knew. Yeah. She knew. She's like, all right, I got to get this jump done because I don't got long. Right. I've always wondered that since I was a little kid. When you get to a certain age, let's let's say you're 85 years old, does every decision you make go, man? I gotta get that sub today because it could be. Can the you almost last see one. the sand in your own hourglass? Yo, I mean, I think at 85 you do, but does yeah. every decision start to go? Man, you better you gotta eat that cheesecake. It's it could be the last slice. Starting at eighty five, I'm living every day like it's my last. You have to, right? <laughs> I was on the phone with my grandma this week, and she's turning a hundred in March. And I asked her, I said, Grandma, we gotta do something big for your hundredth. Like, do you have anything left on your bucket list that you wanna do that you haven't done? And she goes, ah, Bucket list. I don't even have a bucket. Oh, man. I don't think she's got anything left that she wants to do. Old girl did it all. You think she's ready to go? How's she feel about skydiving? <laughs> I don't think she would skydive. Okay. She's not that kind of girl. Well, you, you always said about uh, Grandma Buell, your grandma, that she almost kind of wanted, like she knew it was her time. Oh, okay, yeah, but I'm just ready to go. She was ready to yeah. go. Mm-hmm. Does that happen if you do... Get to that age? Oh, big, oh, I think there's something about the will to live. Everybody's different. Yeah. And I don't think my grandma Helen is there yet where she's ready to go. She's still loving life and enjoying being here. But I think when you flip your own switch, yeah, it's lights out, baby. Yep. That's it. So who knows? Maybe she did the jump and then she's like, all right, I've done did it all. It. I done it. I can't tell if I'm motivated or if I'm severely depressed. Maybe both. Can well, be, she went out on her terms. Yeah. Be motivated and depressed. We all gonna have that uh, switch flip on us, bra. Oh, be know. happy if you get to flip your own switch and it's not flipped for you by a murderer out back of a Walmart parking lot. <laughs> oh, man, turned. <laughs> but I yeah. get it. I totally you get, get it. it. I totally get if it. anybody gets it, it's you, murder. Well, Bird is going to be going after his own world record today, and he's taking a KBJ show member with him. This is going to be the world record for the most standing lunges in one minute. 
Now, to do this, this is where you go out in a lunge position where you extend one leg out about two to three feet in front of the other, and then you go down and you touch that knee on the ground. Could you could you show me, please? Because I, I might have lunge confusion. Okay, yeah. <laughs> now, there is a world record for the most lunges in one minute, but the guy is walking, so he's going faster, and he's alternating legs. Okay. Uh, so that's why this one is slightly different. Uh, because you're going to be doing a standing lunge where you return to the natural position where you stand, you lunge, you come back up, and then you return. So that Same would be leg? One. You can alternate legs. Oh, you can alternate legs. Yeah. Okay. Okay. But you do Are have you to traveling? Return. No. You're That's not traveling. That's the difference between the two. The standing, you return back to the original position. The guy who broke the record for the most lunges was walking. So every He's step, traveling. Every step was, yes, okay. going forward. Interesting. Yeah. So we're not doing that. He was doing that down a sidewalk. If Kevin is the one that you're taking on, and we don't know yet who you're taking on, but if Kevin is the one, can you face your backside to KVJTV? Because it will help the numbers. I don't know about that. You got that pumpkin booty. Okay. That That is if. I love how Kevin is like, all right, shut up. Yeah. Shut up. Stop sexualizing me, which I'm not going to shut up, That's, and I'm not going to stop sexualizing that's you. That's Kevin's way of saying shut up. <laughs> that's a Kev shut up. Whatever. I'm looking around everybody here. I see a lot of fear and a lot of faces. Uh-huh. But they're just out of curiosity. What is Ralston's record? I don't know. I've never uh, kept track. No, no. I'm no, on, the, for, on this for game. Record Wednesday. He's oh, winning. Oh, he, he beats okay. you. Uh, my record is eight. No. Well, guess what, my friends? We're gonna give Ralston his first loss today. Wow! I want Ralston. And I want him hard. You're okay. Not beat him in lunges? Are you delusional? I want him. Okay. <laughs> he wants this. Bad. He wants this. I do. Okay. All right. I'll have uh, Denny's come in here and run the uh, clock then, and then uh, we'll have to have accounting going on. Virginia can uh, count you, and I guess Suits, can you count me? Okay. He'll be able to see me doing the uh, the lunges here. I'm always better as an underdog. You're way under. Okay. Going up against Ralston? Yeah, I want to. I have not lunged in a very long time, so yeah, I, I don't know where this house is. You're a go. man of fitness. Well, I was. I, I have not been very fit lately, so he That's may be giving me at a good time here. I got a bottle of Tahitian treat block in my path over here. <laughs> That's part of my defense. Do you mind picking up your soda two liters? Is there enough room to lunge? Uh, Danny's, are you also able to handle uh, some announcing as well? <laughs> so if you want me to yeah, have somebody do play-by-play. If you want me to count the bird, yeah, let's Virginia, not have one if you minute want to do of just two guys doing play. lunges with no talking on the radio. <laughs> I get a little nervous. That's happened it. before. Yeah, it has. Well, Virginia's filming. She's also supposed to be talking. I think she's counting. <laughs> I don't know, dog. You can't do more than one thing effectively at the same time. We, you know my limitations. Just most important, we need commentary. All right. Yes, All right. that is kind of critical here. All right, uh, you tell me uh, when to go, and we'll take off. All right. Am I counting bird, or are you counting I'll count bird? bird? Okay, so I'll do commentary, and I'll do light filming. Okay, okay commentary, <laughs> well, we light filming. TV, too. So Whatever, I got the better angle, bruh. All right, I'm going to do a three, two, one, go. 
All right, Kevin is down in good form. Jason has yet to have one with good form. There you go. There's one with good form. Uh, Kevin is touching his knee as he should be. Jay Bird is already struggling. You can tell the back wants to give out. The knee is nowhere near the ground. I mean, the form will not be counted for a lot of these by Jay Bird. Kevin, again, looking perfect, doing it without even breaking a sweat or a heavy breathing. Uh, Jay Bird, your knee is supposed to touch in the back. You are doing something that's not a lunge. Halfway through. I don't know what that is, but it looks like uh, you have some sort of muscle problem. (laughs) Oh, gosh. And there goes the bar. Kevin stopped. Can we call this? (laughs) Yeah, let's call it. I said, why do I keep doing this? Why? (laughs) Kevin is destroying Bird in this. Are you talking about the show or the contest? (laughs) Why do I keep doing this? He went into the bar cart. How dare you? Oh, my gosh. All right, so I have a count on the Bird, and I'm only going on when I feel like it was a full-on lunge. The Bird is is still on the... It is over five, okay. but then it's wrong. <laughs> <laughs> it's just barely over five. You can't see what I saw. I saw some. The knee didn't even come close to the ground on like ninety percent of the lunges. I struggle working with her sometimes. <laughs> it's just tough. Uh, do we have uh, suits? What do we got? Okay, thirty-one. <laughs> I did fall short of the fifty-eight. Oh, boy. Oh, boy, it looks cart. like a true alcoholic went through that cart, doesn't it? <laughs> we weren't even drinking when we broke it. Yeah. Oh, boy. How you doing, Bird? You're making that face. Oh my the legs God. gave out there at the end. Okay. When are we going to decide we're not going to keep doing these things? Because <laughs> you're obviously not going to be able to walk for the remainder of Wednesday. Oh, oh boy. Oh, Might need a wheelchair in here. I really can't be blowing out Hammy's He blows out Hammy's doing radio. He does. Amazing. <laughs> the least athletic job you can have. I think I also blew out our bar. <laughs> oh, you broke a wheel. I think I broke a wheel. Oh, it's crooked. Oh, man. Yeah. We need to call that super hot girl that made that and have her fix it. She was so kind. Oh. We'll fix it. We'll fix yeah, we'll it. it. It's fine. Okay, Bird, your record drops to 18 and 17. 18 <laughs> wins, 17 losses. I go to 9 and 0. Dang. It's been a rough October. Yeah. Undefeated Ralston. That's it. We're going to get him his first L before. Uh, now it's my Before mission. the end of the year, you got to gotta ding me with an L. I'm, next week, Ralston, two liter soda chug. Okay. <laughs> okay. Oh, you now you will That's kick get to that oh, ass. Oh, I'll take a sip, put it down. <laughs> get him, get him. KVJ. People fighting online, losing their minds. So we read the crazy crap they write and have a fun time. Well, get ready for this week's digital drama. Okay, today in your digital drama, we got a thread here with Clyde who is ranting about how awful Halloween is. But there are a lot of people that love Halloween there, Clyde, and they come to defend it. Starts a bit of a brawl here. Now, Virginia can play the role of Clyde, the Halloween hater. Yeah, you got it, Kev. I'll play the role of Scarlet. We can have Bird playing Junior and Denny's will be Glenda. Got it. Okay. All right. Here we go, Clyde. 
cancel Halloween. It promotes the devil. <laughs> Collide, Halloween is awesome. Stop being such a miserable butt face. Also, there is no such thing as the devil. Whatever, woman. The devil is real. Satan turned my wife into a complete hoe. She left me for that guy, Jeff. I think you should go to bed, Clyde. You're kind of weeding everybody out, man. I hope you're not doing coke again. Well, maybe. That's why that's why your wife left you, Jeff. <laughs> not that because of the devil. P.S. Halloween is awesome. <laughs> My son went missing on Halloween. It's a night made for the devil. And yes, the devil is real. <gasps> Amen, woman. <laughs> is it weird that I think a man dressed as the devil is kind of sexy? Ooh. <laughs> Ron <laughs> Perlman dressed as Hellboy gives me a lady boner. I'm just saying, y'all. That's disgusting, Scarlet, for so many reasons. That's sacrilegious to say. You should take it down. Fantasizing about the devil in a lustful way is a major sin. Oh, it is. Well, Halloween is real, y'all. The devil is not. And all you Halloween haters can just go burn in fake hell. <laughs> you're probably the kind of person who turns out their lights when trick-or-treaters knock and act like you're not at home. We all know you are. I hope all your Halloween hating houses are getting egged this Halloween. <laughs> okay, yeah. let me just say, I'm very much into Halloween Scarlet. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Yes. You're dress as the devil. Do you have a lady boner, <laughs> too? Check out the lady boner. <laughs> that was a very good read, Kevin. It was. Giving me the favors. <laughs> in our, our second post here today in digital drama, Linda is ranting about how douchey men with vanity plates are and just how <laughs> much of a tool they come off as. Well, it's going to turn into a big fight when Brendan, who is a vanity plate owner, gets all butt hurt. Bert will play the role of Linda here today, who's doing the rant. I will be Brendan, the vanity plate owner. We'll have Virginia playing the role of Ian and Denny's. You can be Jane. Men who have vanity plates definitely have small weenies. It's seriously the douchiest thing ever. <laughs> yeah, you know what? I got myself a vanity plate, and I definitely do not have a small weenie. You need to think before you post, woman. Oh, hell no. I know you aren't clapping back at my girl, Linda. You do not want to go there because you will get destroyed. My name is Jane, and I bring the pain. Huh. Yeah. <laughs> it's always so douchey when a female's trying to talk and act all tough. Yeah. My vanity plate is fun, <laughs> and I get all kinds of compliments on it every single day. Eh? How do you like that? It's the opposite of cringe. It's high-level classy. Um, am I the only one on this thread who thinks that Brendan proved my point that men who have vanity plates are complete douches? I mean, right? Just look at this guy and how he acts. What a douche. Am I right, ladies? Yeah. You're so right. What does your vanity plate say, Brendan? I'm curious to know. And I thought those were illegal. You're a dumb nerd, Ian. You don't know anything. <laughs> They're not illegal. It says something like, I always get complimented on, so obviously it's something awesome. What it says, it says, the sassy sweetheart right there on it. People love it because I'm sassy, but I'm kind of sweet. <laughs> <laughs> OMG. <laughs> sassy sweetheart. That's a terrible thing to put on a vanity plate. Wow. Linda is right. You're a douche. 
OMG, sassy sweetheart is so cringe. Ladies and gentlemen, take note. This is how you don't get laid. <laughs> <laughs> All right, very nice. Thank you very much. Great job, thespians. Appreciate your posts. If you see anything entertaining on social media, you want to screenshot that thread, then send us the email, mail at kvjshow.com. Well, we got Motivational Week going on here. I've given a pep talk. Virginia gave a pep talk yesterday, and today Bird gives his pep talk. Who's he going to be firing up, and how's he going to do? We'll let you rate it next. The KVJ Show. This is a Motivational Week here on the KVJ Show. Looking at some different pep talks that have been going on it's football season you often see a lot of those where a football coach is firing up his team but it happens in so many other things it's not just about football you know we were playing the wolf of wall street clip leo dicaprio firing up a sales team i fired up some girl scouts on monday it could be going into battle that's another time where you really oh man there's so many great scenes from movies where they're firing up the troops to go into battle like the movie 300 that is really good or do you remember the old braveheart scene oh my gosh virginia now this is how you do a pep talk virginia get people to march to their own surefire death how about that huh (laughs) careful you just pulled a hammy yeah he's gonna pull something else we don't need to re-aggravate an injury yeah he's not he's not gonna be happy until he leaves on a gurney (laughs) that's inspirational yes it is inspirational that's the guy who goes really all out for radio dead by christmas we've been saying it well let's hope he at least gets in his motivational speech because it's the bird's turn here on motivational week okay virginia gave hers to the ladies yesterday i gave mine to the girl scouts who are we pumping up today bird well remember back in the day where kevin and i had a pizza competition an eating competition yeah. where yes it was head to head and i knew kevin was the better eater uh-huh. i knew that and i, I went in there I wasn't I wasn't mentally prepared. I remember going, man, if somebody would have motivated me a little bit better to kind of take the fear away, I went in there really not believing I could beat Kevin because he's a very great pizza competitive Compact eater. Pack down the food, yeah. You're very good at that. Yeah. So the way I looked at it was, I go, this should have been the speech that someone gave me <laughs> before going into a pizza eating competition. So this is from me to me. Yeah, but it's also to anybody who's going into yeah. the, the, the battle right. of a, a pizza contest. Well, it's, you're going into a situation where you feel like you're the underdog. Yes. You're doubting yourself, and you can see a lack of confidence will lose you the contest before you even start competing. That's kind of what I, I learned from that. Yeah, it, it, it can. Now, just kind of like a Neon Dion Sanders has been doing with his team at the end, you got to be like, give me my theme music. Yeah, that's when I'll, I'll, I'll say that, and then you'll know I'm done. That's the end, and then you fire it up, and then everybody goes, ah, and they're fired up and ready for whatever. Okay, Bird, let's hear your motivational pep talk. There's only one person who has the true pie of the tiger, and that person is you. Because nobody loves pizza quite like you do oh it is damn true let me see your pizza scowl let me hear your tiger growl you own the pizza ring because you are the pizza king now go do your pizza thing right now you have an empty stomach but You have a full heart, a heart filled (laughs) with pizza determination, a heart 
filled yes. with pizza motivation, a heart filled with pizza inspiration. Oh, you will beat these pizza odds because you were made by the pizza gods. Yes. Can I get an amen? amen? Amen. You are the true pizza king. You have the pile of the tiger. Go feast, pizza beast. Now hit our damn music. Okay, now you get to vote on Jaybird's motivational speech on YouTube. If you're watching on KVJ TV, you got three things. Was it motivating? Was it eh? Or was it trash? So you go and vote right now. Go to YouTube and look for the KVJ show. It's the KVJ. Dirt of the day. It's the KVJ. Dirt of the day. Virginia, take it away. Because you know we need that dirt of the day. The dirt of the day. Powered by Giving Foos. Well, I don't know if you saw this, but I was alarmed when I saw that Mary Lou Retton is in the hospital fighting for her life. Now, back in the day, she was a gymnast who won the Hearts of America by winning Olympic gold, inspired so many young people. I was one of them to want to get in gymnastics because it was like, wow, she's so great. She's so amazing. She's now 55, and I guess she's got this rare form of pneumonia, Mm. and she's in the hospital on a ventilator. Her daughter is asking for prayers and financial help because I guess Mary Lou Retton is uninsured at the moment. So they started one of those. um, It's like a GoFundMe, but it's called Spot Fund. It's a Spot Fund account if you would like to help out Mary Lou Retton as she battles this rare form of pneumonia and they got her on a ventilator. Mm. Oh, my gosh. I'm sure the medical bills on that are just insane. They had an initial goal of like 50 grand, but that probably only covers one day in the hospital and she's been there for a long time. So I'm sure anything you could do to help that family would be awesome. Uh, Britney Spears, I guess, got pulled over. We didn't hear about it. It happened a few weeks ago. She was ticketed for driving without a license or proof of insurance. But her lawyer, Matthew Rosengart, says, look, it's fine. It's just a misunderstanding. She's got a license. She's got insurance. She just didn't have them on her. But you're always supposed to have them on you. So she is now having to pay a fine, and hopefully this will all be dismissed when she proves to the court that she did have insurance and she did have a license at the time of being pulled over. If you love the chemistry of Margot Robbie and Ryan Gosling in the Barbie movie, you'll be excited to hear this. They're going to be re-teaming up for a movie that is going to be a prequel to Ocean's Eleven. Huh. Huh. Are we kind of, are we, have we we pillaged this pig enough? I mean, are we done with, uh, how much can we do with this Ocean Eleven stuff? Well, didn't we do an Ocean's Eight? Yeah. You did. That was the last one they did. They had done Ocean's Eleven, then what was Ocean's Twelve, and then I think they did. Oh, they did, they did. Did they do a Thirteen? They did. They did Three, and then they did Ocean's Eight, and if you didn't like it, you were. Is this going to be Ocean's Nine or Ten? No, this is, (laughs) yeah, this will be, the only reason why this 
might work. The original Ocean's Eleven, and I did like the one with Brad Pitt, but there was one even before that. Kind of went back into like the Monte Carlo days and it had a 1960s feel, and that's going to be the setting to this one. Oh. And so if they take it to Europe and they've kind of got, to me, I like the concept. I think people like the whole heist. Yeah, heist they do. Movies, heist movies are cool, and it, it feels like this will be almost like a reboot, lightly associated with the Oceans franchise, where it'll be a heist movie, but set 40, 50 years before the original happened. So to me, if the writing is good and they set a good scene, I think it's got possibility. I think better than Ocean's 8. Okay. You sexist pig. <laughs> or 12. I didn't watch anything after 11. 12 was rough. Yeah, I heard no. 12 was rough, and I didn't watch another one. But yeah. I loved Ocean's 11. Uh, I, I loved 11. 13 was pretty good. 12 was pretty rough, It was. Man. Okay. And that's what's going on in your dirt. It's time for viral audio. Hey, yeah, beautiful hair. They can't hear me because they're listening to Kids Fox. We got weights and fit. There we go. No. We've been talking about uh, Christian Wilkins and how he is the funniest man in the NFL, the defensive lineman for the Miami Dolphins, number 94, friend of the KBJ show. Well, he was uh, hamming it up on Sunday. He had a half a sack with uh, Zach Sealer, and uh, they're really chumming around. In fact, they mic'd up uh, Zach Sealer, and Christian Wilkins is always with them because they play next to each other, and they seem to be pretty good friends. So it was kind of fun. Christian Wilkins loves yelling at the refs and hamming it up. And He's you, so good at that mental game. Yes. So you could hear a little bit of Christian Wilkins going off in this released audio from the Miami Dolphins. 94 going to come yelling. Keep them under control. Bro, I'll try. I'm, I'm just, come on. Just don't let it, just, just we just can't let him get to the quarterback. Because it's going to be, oh, heck's going to break loose. If, break he gets, loose. if, he gets if I'm not acting like this, you should be concerned. I'm sorry. I, I can't help the refs. You know, I'm just, I'm, I'm just messed up up here. But it's all love, though. But it's only on games. Yeah, absolutely. No, no, it's every day. No, sir. It's every day. He said, I'm only messed up on game days. He said, no, it's every day. It was a good little clip. If you go to uh, Miami Dolphins on Twitter or X or whatever, or go to their website, you can see the full video they have of Christian Wilkins. Now, Aaron Rodgers, he is the guy that played all of four snaps for the New York Jets before he blew out his Achilles. That was a quick return. Yeah. (laughs) And then he ended. A quick exit, yeah. He was out pretty fast. Oh, really? Yeah, four snaps. Again? No, no, no. Oh, okay. I mean, he's not coming back. Gotcha. Well, he's hopeful maybe by the playoffs, should they make it. Mm, He got them old bones like Bird. Yeah. He does. I'm so plugged into football, can't you tell? (laughs) He's back? Wait. The same thing. He hurt the Achilles again. He did it twice. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> well, uh, Aaron Rodgers is on the Pat McAfee show every single week, and not only is he into the new medicine about trying to heal his Achilles, but he doesn't believe in some of the vaccine stuff like the COVID shot. That was one thing he wasn't about doing, and so he had kind of taken a jab at uh, uh, Taylor Swift's boyfriend, Travis Kelsey, who has a commercial where he's getting the double jab. And he kind of took a shot at him last week and called him Mr. Pfizer because it's an ad for Pfizer who does the vaccine. And so here was Aaron Rodgers throwing out a challenge to Taylor Swift's boyfriend, tight end for the Kansas City Chiefs, Travis Kelsey. Listen, you know, Mr. Pfizer said he didn't think he'd be in a vax war with me. Oh, boy. Didn't think he'd be in a vax war with me. This ain't a war, homie. This is just conversation. But if you want to have some sort of uh, duel... 
debate. Have me on the podcast. Come on the show. Let's have a conversation. Oh, okay. Pass it out. Uh-huh. So he has challenged Travis Kelsey to a vax debate. Oh, I love it. Let's do this. Mm-hmm. We'll see. Will he accept the challenge Juicy. or not? Yeah. Are you a man or are you a mouse? Mm-hmm. I don't know. It is uh, up to you, Mr. Swift. Are you a man or a man? How old are you? <laughs> Very old. <laughs> All right. I'm telling you, the numbers for Jaybird's pep talk, high. 81% said it was motivating. Okay. In fact, a lot of people have already ordered a pizza this morning. <laughs> That's amazing. That's how motivated they are. That's effective right there. <laughs> only 13% thought it was mid, and only 6% said it was trash. Okay. The best numbers we have yet. Congratulations, wow. Bird. That was very impressive. People are very motivated to go eat pizza. I'm pretty excited to see Denny's. Oh, yeah. No, we, we got a couple doozies exactly. coming up here the next couple days. I'm pretty pumped to see suits, too, honestly. I mean, it's putting all of us in a really Did weird element. Did you say element. doozies or snoozies? Oh, my gosh. Yeah, yeah. It, waiting for Denny's tomorrow and then suits on Friday. Yeah. Gosh, I can't wait for this. Kevin, Virginia, and Jason. Okay, is this a makeup or a breakup? Somebody want to know if they should choose their cat over their boyfriend. Their email says, I have been with my boyfriend for almost two years. I've been with my cat for over three. I'm very close with my cat, and we cuddle every single night. So my boyfriend tells me that we can go to Argentina for a year to live. His cousin's got a job for him and even an apartment to stay rent-free for us. Look, I love the country, and being there for a year in a free apartment is a dream. When I mentioned how hard it would be, though, traveling with my cat, my boyfriend asked me, well, why would you be bringing your cat? I couldn't believe his question. He said, look, we can't bring the cat because she scratches up all the furniture here, and it's going to be in my cousin's place. We can't have the cat scratching up furniture in a free apartment. And he said, you know, you could have her declaw, which I refuse to do. So I'm now so torn on what to do. My sister said she would watch my cat for the year that I'm gone. But I don't know if I can bear to be without my cat. I let my boyfriend know that I was having second thoughts, and he thought I was making a choice to be with my cat over him, and he was very upset. And I get the feeling that my relationship would be greatly fractured if I didn't go with him for this year. Now, am I just being silly, or should I choose a year with my cat over a possible lifetime with my boyfriend? Okay. Virginia, I know you're not uh, a pet person, so I'm not sure how well you would connect to this. But I do understand the love of a pet. Okay. If I didn't have allergies, I'd be loving all over cats and dogs. This is going to be different for different people. If you're an animal lover and you have a pet that you love, it's going to be hard for you to, to part. A lot In modern day times, people look at their animals as their own children. I know if you don't look at animals that way, you don't get it and you think, bird, you sound crazy. But I experienced with Chewy. Chewy, I, I, I ended up having feelings with Chewy like I would towards a, a human. Mm-hmm. And that's what happens with some people. So if your cat means that much... It's going to be hard for you. You can't leave your cat. Now, here's what I would ask. You mean to tell me there's nothing in modern day times where we can't put something on the claws of the cat so it doesn't scratch anything? Somebody mentioned something about the claw covers. I don't know anything about that. And maybe that could be something that you could do and you could look into it. Cat mittens? 
<laughs> Basically, in a sense, I think it would be. Yeah, or like cat nail protector or something. Yeah. There's got to be something we can do. Yeah, I, I feel like there's a compromise here. I, I do, too. I, I don't think that it has to be one or the other here. And honestly, I, I, I don't think it has to be anything where, look, you know, you can't come back from Argentina at least once during the year or you can't at least go to see how cat sick you are before, you know, saying I'm not going to go on the initial jump. Are they both full of drama? Let, let's let's examine this for a second because I don't think this has to be that dramatic. I I don't know what he's doing. I mean, I, I can see where he's like, uh, look, it may be something that if you're getting a free apartment, the last thing you want to do is do anything that would, you know, be imposing on somebody. It's yeah, if, looking, you're, if you're getting a free apartment and the person giving it to you doesn't want you to have a cat, you can't have a cat in there. And right. I'm only saying being dramatic, meaning it isn't there. Is there solutions that the cat person can have that go, look, dude, it's fine. It's not going to, if the only concern is scratching up things, then you really mm. kind of have an out on that. And let's say maybe the person's like, yeah, I don't, I just don't want a cat well, in, then that's, in my place. And, that's, and if it comes down to that, then you are really having to make that decision. And it doesn't sound like you're there yet, but at least maybe push it to that level after you get some claw covers. That's a matters of the heart situation. And yeah. that's why that you can't, if you want your cat and he doesn't want your cat, you can't be with that person. Somebody, because, said, somebody said you might be at that dividing line where you are either a married person or a crazy cat lady, depending upon what choice you make. You also might be at the point, you know, two years with the boyfriend that you're like, all right, the newness is worn off. He's not the guy that I really want to be with in the long term. So internally and psychologically, you're using the cat as an excuse to get out of it with him. Just be honest with him. If he's the problem, tell him he's the problem and you don't want to go to Argentina. Also, too, I mean, if you are a huge cat lover or a pet lover and you've been with this guy for two years, he should know that. If you're with somebody that loves their animal, you kind of should already know any crazy life altering mm. move you make that does not involve that animal, they're not going to go for it. You should just know that. And the fact that he wants you to pick him over the cat just shows me that he doesn't understand your love for your pet. You love this cat. You knew the cat before you knew him. Matters of the heart situations, and I feel like when you've got matters of the heart stuff like this and you're not on the same page, that's where you have to right. start thinking about getting out of that situation. Yeah. Uh, Yasik thinks that she's just using the cat as an excuse to not go. And there's probably other anxieties. You know, even if you love Argentina and you find it be beautiful, going anywhere for a year out of your comfort zone is going to be something that'll probably give you a little bit of anxiety. Yeah, our chat room thinks the boyfriend hates the cat. She is is done with the boyfriend. The cat is done with the boyfriend, and he hates the cat. They all need to separate. Her and the cat need to be together. Okay, so you think she needs to dump him and this I is just her. Maybe. I think he doesn't understand her love of this cat and he's kind of being cold about it. I just feel like animal people need to be with animal people. Yeah. Man, I, my, my dad was an animal. My dad's an animal person. My mom was not an animal person. Uh -huh. And there was definitely some situations where, you know, my dad brings home a rabbit. My mom's like, no, yeah. get out and yeah. bring it back. And guess what? We he, had rabbit stew. No, but he didn't. We didn't have a rabbit. That's for sure. She ruled that house. <laughs> if you really love this guy, I, I can't believe that you can't find a way that you can make this your work. So, I don't know. I, I think this guy's kind of annoying. Dump him. But if, if he's annoying, yeah. 
if someone was to try to tell me I couldn't have Chewy or keep Chewy on any kind of situation, I would have told them to go pound sand. Yeah, okay. You well. knew the cat before you knew him. All right. Well, there you go. I guess it's so. true, though. It well, is true. Welcome to your future as the cat lady. Now, there's some people that go, oh, my gosh, you're going to let a cat dictate what you do in your life. Some people don't get that. Yeah. If you don't get the love of her and her pet, then you can't see it from her angle. She loves this cat. Okay. And that's why I think right. this relationship is doomed. Okay, well, there you go. Virginia and Jay Bird killing love. I'm still a little bit optimistic. You want to go to Argentina, but you just want to go time. for the free apartment. Oh, my, <laughs> I can't even imagine, like, okay, what do I got to do? Yeah, Kevin man. would give up one of his kids for a free apartment. For you, this is such a no-brainer. You yeah. go to Argentina. What do I got to do, man? <laughs> Tell me now. He already signed hey, up. If you're not going, I'll go with a boyfriend. <laughs> What's his type? I don't have any cats. I think it might work out. It's KVJ. Ow! There's a lot of dumbass criminals to talk about, baby. It's the whacked out news. People breaking the law. Ha ha, fighting in the nude. Ha, drunk people pooping in the street. Ha ha, it's the whacked out news. So many people are meth. Well, there's a Miami Springs charter school that's taken a little bit of heat from one mom who was not happy that her fourth grade twins were shown nearly 30 minutes of a Winnie the Pooh movie. Now, you may say, what's your problem? Well, the title of the movie is actually Winnie the Pooh, Honey and Blood. Big wait, that that's odd. What is that? What? Have you seen the horror movies with Winnie <gasps> the Pooh and Piglet in there where they go and they start slashing people? Winnie the Pooh plays a homicidal maniac. Yes, it's not a regular Winnie the Pooh. No. <laughs> Apparently the students had requested the film because they were allowed to pick whatever film they wanted and they put it on for 30 minutes before somebody realized it was a slasher flick oh my gosh yes they immediately marched the kids down the hall to a mental health counselor (laughs) (laughs) i see why the mom is mad (laughs) even regular winnie the pooh i mean pooh ain't got no pants on (laughs) put some pants on pooh you're walking around pooh corner yeah he's basically got everything out there for all to see oh he's talking about his honey I, I see you, Pooh. Yeah. What does he really mean? <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. There's a man in Michigan that was caught pleasuring himself in public. He had an odd combination on him, meth and a cucumber. Don't know why you do both together. Think about it. Oh, boy. Wow. That poor cucumber. Okay. Yeah, despite the drugs, the police are checking whether it was part of a social media challenge. What is the social media challenge that involves meth and a cucumber? <laughs> and pleasuring yourself. Is that on TikTok? What is this? Can you show me on suits? Oh my gosh. I missed that one. Deasia Cobb was arrested after she threw a sausage at a gas station cashier in Ocala during a heated altercation. She grabbed the sausage from the hot tray and the tongs and hurled both of them at the clerk, hitting the clerk. That is assault with a gas station sausage. I think some of those (laughs) gas uh, station sausages are very hard. If you throw it hard enough off someone's forehead, it's going to leave a mark. Whatever. Anybody, anywhere, anytime, any place can throw sausages at me, and I will be very happy. I love sausages. You heard the challenge. You don't like the GSS. 
that gas station sausage. Trust me, it looks like it. It looks like it's made out of cookies and cream ice cream, <laughs> but it's not. It's beef it, or meat. It, it's usually pork. Pork is what I meant. Mama loves uh, pork. Yeah, but when it looks like cookies and cream. He's right. Some of that 7-Eleven sausage. No offense, 7-Eleven. I normally love what you guys got going on, but your gray elephant-colored sausage is a little weird. It is. I'm not sure everyone's going to get this reference, but there was a part in E.T. where E.T. was sick down by that little ravine. That's what gas station sausage looks like. Like an E.T. neck. Yeah, but but sickly. (laughs) Sick neck sausage. And they do get firm, Kevin, depending on who's manning the gas station. Mm -hmm. I don't want them overcooked, but I do love a good sausage. Took uh, two dozen first responders to help rescue a 47-year-old cemetery worker in South Brunswick, New Jersey, who became trapped in an open grave on Tuesday. My goodness. Open grave's a tough term. That open is. grave, ugh. This time of year, what? They say remnants from the Titan submersible wreckage, including presumed human remains, were pulled from the Atlantic Ocean last week. They previously thought they had other human remains and oh. a few pieces, so they're still drudging it up from that uh, thing. Mm. Can you believe that happened June 18th? Dang. Time's a flying. They're huh? just now pulling out that giant honk. I saw it on TMZ. It was a pretty big part of the ship. Yeah. Now, what they initially said is not supported by the picture that I saw on TMZ. Remember what they said? Oh, they didn't feel anything. It was complete and total. Right. They were... They were blown into smithereens, tiny particles immediately. I think that was a lie. Wow. Because that chunk of the submersive that I saw on TMZ was not blown into smithereens. Yikes. It was big. Yeah. That's tough, huh? Yeah. See, they tell us things to, like, make us feel better, and it's all a lie. Look at the big chunk of that. They lie to us all the time. Well, you do it with your kids true but they're kids we're grown-ass adults oh okay so it makes it better yeah give us the truth (laughs) you can't handle the truth (laughs) i think he's right i think most people cannot handle the truth yeah they really can't you think you can you can't handle the truth do you remember (laughs) everyone's going crazy over toilet paper we can't handle a lot (laughs) i'm just saying (laughs) i know (laughs) also she was on the whacked out news just like uh 10 days ago, but she definitely deserves another uh, shout out here. 104-year-old Dorothy Hoffner, who had set the Guinness World Record 10 days ago for being the oldest skydiver in history, died peacefully in her sleep. She earned it. She did yeah. earn it. And she went out on her terms. And Yeah, she did. She, she went out like a rock star. I mean, she's being talked about by everyone. As if she knew. Mm-hmm. She knew she Pretty had impressive. to get it done. Well, you know, I mean, it's actually probably better for PR standpoints to, you know, break it and then pass, you know, because if it were a couple years or whatever, we may be like, oh, yeah, I think I remember. But no, we remember because she just did it 10 days ago. Yeah, no, it all kind of worked out the way Mm. it was supposed to, I suppose. Yeah. So, yay. (laughs) Yay. uh, But there is something beautiful and romantic about it. Yeah. I I do like that. She she had a goal. She finished it. Yeah, right. Off the bucket list, and then she kicked the bucket. Okay. Homegirl went out with a bang. Mm -hmm. We could only be so She could have been on a submersible. True. I think it was much worse for them. Yeah, she died in her sleep. How would you rather go out? Peacefully. I'm going to say not sad. I'm going to say not depressing story. Inspirational. I agree. Heartwarming. I agree with you, Bird. You see this Powerball jackpot? 
Drawing tonight, $1.73 billion. Dang. $1.73 billion. All right. You added another number yesterday. Your number that you added was 41. The number that you picked on Monday actually came up in Monday's drawing. That was 34. I've added these to the repertoire. It's Wednesday. It's drawing night. What do you want to add? It's odd you say that because I just see the number 22 just a-dancing on Ralston's shoulder. It is doing just the Highland Fling. 22 it is. Okay. All right. There you go. All right. You can play your numbers and lose again. <laughs> we only got one number when he picked it. We've gotten We've two. We've only yeah. got the 34. Right. We're We're way off. We've gotten two numbers in the last two weeks, so step off. Okay. <laughs> Look out. KVJ. Oh, boy. Can we do it again? Oh, it's so amazing. On Monday... Therian from West Palm Beach, she called in. Could not believe it when she got down to the penny, the exact amount in WRMF's high-low cash jackpot. It was $4,329.23. She got all that money. All of it. She's already started her Christmas shopping. Sliced off a thousand bucks for a bomb. How cool is all that? I love how she had a plan going into it. She didn't accept anything other than victory. She had yep. a vision. She was using the secret. Right. Good for you. That's how you do it. Okay, so now we have got Robert on here from Parkland. Hello, Robert. Hello, hello. Hello, hello. All right, have you been paying attention to the high-low guesses? Uh, yes, I've been trying to, yes. Okay, we got a cash jackpot. Could be up to $5,000. I think you know what to do, right, Robert? Yes, I do. Yep. Are you ready to step into the? You uh, ready to step into the blender? (laughs) (laughs) I think so. You got this, Robert. (laughs) All right, here we go, Robert. What is your guess for WRMF's high-low cash jackpot? Okay, so I'm going to guess four thousand two hundred. $77.52. $4,277.52. Yes. Robert, your guess is too low. Damn it, Kevin. Oh. <sighs> Interesting. Okay. I know, Robert. It's rough. <laughs> do you want me to, to do something to Kevin? Yeah, we blame Kevin, not you, Robert. So if you want us to hurt him, we will. Do you want to oh, give him a little case of the tickles from the bird? <laughs> 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 All right, Robert. Keep trying. Okay, bud? Uh, okay. We'll try again. Okay. There you go. That's all you can do. Another guess. Top of 10 o'clock, then top of every hour of the way till 5 p.m. Will somebody get it today? Guess we'll wait and find out. All right, coming up here in just a couple minutes. What secret are you holding on to? The KVJ Show. Okay. Do you have any secrets that you are holding on to right now? It's a chance for you to get them off your chest. Let us know what your secrets are. Hmm, I do have kind of a good one. 
You do. Another one? Yeah. I think I, my my girlfriend wouldn't care if I talked about this. Yeah, I'm not okay. going to say her name. Okay. It doesn't. You don't sound that confident. I love it. I'm 90 percent sure she yeah. wouldn't care. <laughs> what she, is it? Look, she knows me. When you tell me stuff, that's the risk you take. Wow. Okay. Then, then by all means. She got fired very very recently from her job because. She called the father of her child her baby daddy, and she was screamed at and yelled at and told that she was racist for using that term because she's a white girl and she's not allowed to say it. And then she got fired for saying baby's dad for saying for talking about her own baby daddy and calling him baby daddy. Wow. Wow. Isn't that crazy and juicy? That, that, that's that's crazy. I never, yeah, knew that was you know something that had. I mean, been that I think now, the person who fired her was that person white or black? I don't know. I have no idea. Did someone complain or did someone just? Yes, people complained and said that she can't use that term, and then she was fired after it for using that term because enough people were mad with her, and I was like. Isn't that every nationality can have a baby daddy? Uh, yes. Yeah, you can. I thought that was something that completely crossed over. I've not. I think yeah. that's pretty ass. I know. Look, in Florida, they can fire you for any reason. That's what. Yeah, that's what she so. said. She's like, well, and I can't fight it because it's just they can let me go because they don't like my shoes. Wow. Yeah. yeah that's that's, that's that, insane to me. I, mean, I don't know. Uh she hasn't really told anybody about it. She just kind of suffered in silence. And I feel bad for her because I, I don't think that she's ever said a racist thing in her life. But she got called a racist and lost her job. And I was like, damn. Yeah, um, I just thought that was, uh, I mean, there's nothing lewd about it. There's nothing oh. demeaning about it. It's pretty much in popular vernacular that uh, happens if you're in the United States. So you, I think somebody got way oversensitive and yeah. that's pretty ridiculous. you got to consider the source on stuff in life, too. I know. You can't just yeah. say blanket statements and be like, it's this or that. And, and and no, I think they're very wrong for firing her. Unless there's other, unless there's more to the story, no, there and she's wasn't. only giving you a version of that. I mean, I, I don't think she would, you know, lie to me. And she loved this job, loved it. Yeah, that's that's really too bad. That's kind of crazy. It's she she's going to be rocked by this for years. Because I mean, now it's, she's got this scarlet letter on her, well, if, and people are saying that she's one thing that she's not. Yeah, I mean, that, that's just it. Uh, you know, that, that can ruin someone's life. Exactly. Yeah, I mean, if that, yeah, if that's something that carries, you know, with you. And yeah, how many, if somebody asked you, be like, you know, what happened with your last job? And if you were completely honest, would new employers be like, oh my gosh, she used the word baby daddy in the workplace? The only thing I can, and I'm not trying to try you or your friend, <laughs> unless there's something missing from this story, because on the surface, this seems like a very big miss. If that's it, yeah, that, that seems completely crazy that... Yeah, you know, there may have been other reasons, and who knows. But if that were truly it, that somebody heard a white girl say the term "baby daddy" and was offended and went to get them fired. But with the facts you're giving us right now, which the Virginia facts, so half truth. <laughs> yeah, I will say this is a crazy well, story. I didn't speak to the people that fired her. I don't even know them. I don't know who they are. I don't really know anybody at that organization. I do know the organization, and I was kind of mm. surprised. But if, if they're a valued employee, I can't imagine 
that anyone would ever get fired for that. That seems completely wrong. Well, she me. was in the business of making money for the company, and she made a lot. Because I know those numbers. I can't. I can't believe that. Honestly, the boss. If somebody would have come to me and and would have said that, I, that's the thing. I think people bend and twist so much. That if somebody comes at you and said that somebody did something racist, and you're like not a hundred percent sure, you're like, hey, you know what? Just so I don't get any trouble, you're fired. Even if they are a valuable employee, and that's that's where we're messed up right now in our society. I that, agree. That we do that kind of stuff. That it's it's absolutely insane. You want to call it real racist behavior, right? And eradicate if, that. If you got to really but, truly search for where the racism is, there's a good chance it's not actual racism. Look, there's a lot of racism, yes, but it's pretty easy to spot when it happens. And that, that's what we need to be calling out. Right. Yeah. Well, that one where you got to be like, I don't get it. Why? And you're trying to figure it out. That, well, this helps nothing. This no. th- this makes things worse when stories like this, if this is the way it is. Again, I, I want to yeah. say that. If oh, this no, is the old story. Okay. I'm not going to tell you the place. I'm not going to tell you any of those details. But yeah, when I heard that and she's devastated, like it, it, it will haunt her for years and years and years because she still has to work in this town. Now, I, I wonder, you know, look, hey, Florida's a right to work and they can fire you for absolutely anything. But I'm wondering if she might actually have a case herself. She thought about that, but she didn't want the drama. She doesn't want to yeah, hurt her former you. employer because she's actually a nice person. But it's almost like we should get that put on the record that you can say the term baby daddy, anybody can inside of a workforce, and you should still be able to keep your job. My baby daddy's right there. Look, Panda's here. Hey. You're, f- you're fired. <laughs> yeah. Ginny, get out. <laughs> hey, Panda. Crazy. Yeah. Oh, that's uh, fascinating. Yeah. But I don't think she's told many people. Well, yeah, <laughs> I get it. Because you it's never, embarrassing. You, well, it's embarrassing, and you just never know that, who knows, you might come across somebody else that you bring it up to and they get triggered too. But you fight that stuff. You I think fight you should. for your reputation I agree. you're not really whatever someone's calling you. You I, fight yeah. that. Yeah, I would uh, stand up for that. Craziness. All right. Anything like that, let us know. 877-979-WRMF. 877-979-9763. You let us know. What are you holding on to? Somebody said, uh, my confession, every single night I read the Harry Potter books to my kids, and now we're on book four. I love doing the voices. I even inject some drama where I can. But I keep making up brief passages where the characters poop themselves. (laughs) (laughs) What? So now my kids are growing up thinking that Ron Weasley has terrifying incontinence. That's an odd twist. I think it's a great twist. I, was, I wish my dad would have done that when he used to read me my Star Wars books. A parent's revenge. So what? He throws out a magic spell and goes, have it have Yeah, I think a kid would love that. It's all fun and games at home when you're messing with your kid. It's going to be tough when that kid goes to school and regurgitates that information and everybody mocks him for thinking Weasley poops himself. Trust me on what the witch just said. I used to take, well, I still do, even on <laughs> as an adult, Peddington factoids out into the world. And that, you regurgitate them. That we're not factoids in the real world. And people <laughs> would absolutely make fun and mock. Still do. <laughs> That's real. This person says, uh, my wife listens to your show and plays Taylor Swift on repeat in the car, and I gotta admit, she's finally broken me. I can never admit this to anyone, but she's probably the most talented singer-songwriter in pop music for the last 20 years, maybe greater than Michael Jackson, and my wife is now going to go see her when she comes in concert, and I'm secretly a little jealous. 
See, Taylor's lyrics are getting them. Uh-oh. They're deep, wow. Kevin. They've got Easter eggs hidden in them. They're wow. they're planned out and thought out. Uh. When did you become such a Taylor Swift fan? I, I remember I used to hate right. her. I used to talk Once trash. A time. She yeah. turned me when she went through that revenge era, which, I, you know, I love revenge. <laughs> and then when she did Karma and wrote that specifically about Scooter Braun, if you want, I'll sit down and give you a 20-minute dissertation on all the Scooter Braun references. Taylor Swift is a lyrical genius. Fight me. Okay. All right. Controversial I, stuff. I, zero fight. Yeah. Uh, this confession says, I am a 41-year-old married father of three. I rarely drink and I haven't done any real drugs in 15 years, but I microdose psychedelic mushrooms all day, every day, going on two years now. And the only person that knows is the guy selling them to me. Yeah, that's real drugs, though. I think a lot of people are microdosing mushrooms. I think a lot of people say they're microdosing mushrooms. How many take? I took eleven today. <laughs> microdosing, bro. It's not micro. It's, I'm not saying that there's not people doing the microdosing, but I've already seen it happen. I'm microdosing, bro. Dude, I just saw you eat your ninth mushroom today. <laughs> it's kind of like uh, Adderall. I got ADHD. No, you don't. <laughs> you just like the buzz. Yeah, like your Adderall buzz. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Oh, and listen to this juicy one. Before I started dating my now wife, I slept with her sister. Oh, no. And and she doesn't know about it? We both swore to never mention it, but now her sister is asking us for $10,000 so she doesn't lose her home. I really don't have the money, but I'm afraid that she's going to tell my wife our secret if I don't give it to her. You got to give her what you got. Wow. If you don't have the ten grand, at least offer her five and see if she'll keep silent. Your wife's gonna kill you, sir. But it's before you met. It is, and, right? I, and don't you understand? As a person, you understand why you would not say anything. It's because you don't want to hurt your person. It's not because you're trying to be a jerk about. It. I think it's because you don't want drama and you don't want to hurt anybody's feelings. But that's her sister. But it was before. Wow. I'm just saying. I, it's not like you deliberately tried to be a jerk. I don't know. You I think I think if it's your sister, if you've banged somebody in the family, you have to disclose that to your wife. Mm-hmm. Especially I her sister. I, I think it, that's a case, Bucky. I think so, I don't know, man. I hear you. I hear you. It's a tough one. Okay, you're dating a girl. You, you're you're married to her. You love her so much, and you find out Ted was hitting it before you got with her, and Ted and her didn't tell you. Honestly, man, the way I look at things now, just I, I really try to go, it was before me. I can't do anything about that. I really try to look at it that way. But Ted kept that secret. And, and look, and I'm sure Ted brought the thunder. I'm sure Big Tuna brought the thunder. Yeah. It is what it is, baby. <laughs> I'm looking for, in a sense, a confession a little bit here. I was uh, checking out some different radio audio, and there's this Australian radio show, and their topic was hookup horror stories, and this girl was telling this story about this guy that she brought home. A guy that I was sleeping with only for a couple of weeks in my bed one night when I was there, didn't clean up after himself and expected me to do it all. And then when we went for coffee afterwards, just let me pay for my coffee. Not even an apology, an apology coffee, nothing like that. And then so I had to spend the whole day cleaning up the sheets and it wasn't even my And then he thought that we were just going to continue sleeping together. And then when I kind of tried to let him go and say that it all was a bit disrespectful that I had to clean up after him, he told me that I was disrespectful. And I was like, bro, you in my bed. (laughs) Oh, my gosh. The level of insanity from this man. I know, right? 
So I'm just curious, have you ever had something crazy happen during a more casual hookup? Do you have a hookup horror story? Okay. <laughs> Could be something happening in the sheets. You got a couple, Pumpkin? Or something else. <laughs> the KVJ Show. Do you have a hookup horror story? Something where you basically take a guy home and he wets in your bed. What happened with you? Do you have a story like that? I've had something similar where there was somebody that uh, soiled the sheets in a different way. I'll spare you the gruesome details, but that happens. She was very apologetic. But yeah, that can happen. That was thankfully about the worst that I have had. I know that there's a lot of bedwetters out there, so there's probably a lot of those stories. Uh, one person texted and they said, yeah, my sister got a promotion and decided to celebrate by getting drunk. So she winds up having a one-night stand with some random guy, and then she learns the following week this person was actually the son of the owner of her company and her new boss. Oh! <laughs> Did he know? I don't think so. It sounds like it was pretty random because it was kind of like a new thing that was uh, going on. What are the odds of that? That is kind of crazy. You accidentally sleep with your new boss and neither one of you realize it, (laughs) but he's about to be your new boss. Yeah, I think that's (laughs) kind of insane. Uh, Jaber, do you have a hookup horror story? Is there something... Yeah, I mean, I got. I He's got, got a, probably about ten. I do. Uh, I, the one when I came back and the two girls robbed my bathroom. <laughs> they robbed him and stole this man's shampoo. They stole all my toiletries. They stole my shampoo, my conditioner, my soaps. My God! My you thought you were what? gonna have a fun night with two girls? <laughs> Instead, they rolled your ass for head and shoulders. I used to live right next to Rooney's. Remember when Rooney's was there in Abacoa? Do oh, yeah. I? Yeah. I, I'm not kidding you. Right, I, that was a cool I, place. I could yeah, it's Brick and Barrel now, yes. which is still awesome. Yeah. I was I was steps away from that bar. I mean, you would just really tie one on there. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, easy target. All my shampoos were gone. Odd crime. They took his shaving that, cream. That is such an odd crime. Yeah. <laughs> they took razors. That's pretty crazy. Yeah, and and it, they definitely listened to the show. So it wasn't like they, because they didn't steal anything great. They just stole my toiletries. I think they just wanted little weird trophies. Maybe. Who knows? I respect it. <laughs> oh, man. There's uh, some interesting stories coming in here. If you've got one, you can share it with us. 877-979-WRMF. 877-979-9763. Some of them are uh, pretty uh, podcast-worthy. Okay. Oh. That's all right. Yeah. Well, we I'll can save those. Hold on to a few of these text messages, which are not uh, of the FCC-friendly variety. Oh, so. that makes them fun. Yes. <laughs> it does. <yeah. laughs> I think there's some good ones. We are giddy over here uh, on this side of the room. Man, yes. Oh. Uh, there's no way to even... <laughs> no, no, no. There's no way to there's even no clean There's no way to clean it. Possible way. If I, if I clean it up for radio, you would be so confused. Be like, I don't get it. What are you talking about? Yeah. We'll, we'll go uh, full bore on those, though. That will be a part of our after the show. If you don't know where it is, it's on YouTube and Twitch. Right about 1010, we do a live, but it's always on demand. Or you can get it on the WRMF app or wherever.
wherever you get your podcasts, including Spotify. So go and check that out. That's a little bonus KVJ. Have you ever heard of the concept of the love languages? Yes. Uh huh. I love them. It was a book that was written, and it's really a great insight into your relationship. But what about a relationship like here on the KVJ show? Do we know each other's love languages? We'll put it to the test next. The KVJ Show. Five love languages, the secret to love that lasts. And he says the key to a lasting relationship is learning love languages. It's about expressing love in a way that the other person in the relationship finds meaningful. And the five different love languages are words of affirmation, physical touch, quality time, Acts of service, which would be running errands or picking up dry cleaning, doing the grocery shopping or other household chores, and then gift giving. Do you happen to know what your love language is without any doubt? Yes. What is yes. yours, Bird? Uh, the affection and then words of, words of affirmation. Okay. Virginia, without what a do doubt. You, what do I, you think yours is? Mine is definitely acts of service. Yeah, acts of yep, service. Yep. Yep. I can see it for you. Help me make my life easier, and that's how you win me. I don't need words of affirmation. I don't need gifts. You don't really care about affection. I don't need hugs. Man, gosh, I need need Take some some crap off my plate, and I'm drowning over here. Help me. I, like, I want my hugs. (laughs) I want them, Kevin. Suits! I kind of want a hug right now. Get in here! We can't get Denny's anymore. He's married. It feels weird. I can't really use a hug. (laughs) So do you think that uh, your husband matches up and gives what your love language is, Virginia? Sometimes. Okay. But it's hard for him because his is not mine. He's like Jaybird. My husband likes um, the affection and words of affirmation. So... It's hard. Like, men are from Mars, women are from Venus. We're speaking two different love languages. I think that's all. But I, I do think that there, pe- men and women can line up with some stuff. There, there, are, there, are, there are people that are married that do have the affection thing together. I think it's tough to be with somebody who is affectionate and the other one's not. Mm. That, that's, that, that's, to me, that's a deal breaker. That's why for a lot of people, this is a great conversation to have before you get into a serious relationship especially a marriage because you can figure out to say hey we're gonna probably have resentment or disconnection happening in our relationship if we don't figure this out we got to figure out how to bridge this gap because at some point you may feel disconnected from me because i'm not speaking your love language right and you have to talk about it and you have to acknowledge it and compromise you know even though you may not be a cuddler, even though you may not be someone who gives lots of words of affirmation, if your partner needs that, you got to give that. Gosh, I would hate to cuddle with somebody if I knew they hated cuddling. If, if I'm like right. cuddling with you and the whole time you're dreading it, there's <sighs> no way I could enjoy that cuddle That'd session. That'd be tough. Ew, <laughs> heavy meat hooks all over oh, you. I, 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 I couldn't be with a person who's not a cuddler. I like to, I like to cuddle, man. I, I like yeah. to touch mm-hmm. and explore. That's it. <laughs> explore <laughs> with my meat hooks. No, I couldn't do it. And there are, there are some people that are like a Virginia who do not really like to be touched sure, that yeah. much. They're like, eh, eh, no heart. Eh. I do when it's right. Yeah, but that's like seven drinks deep. <laughs> <laughs> 
Yeah, I know in my relationship, this is what I would tell you. You can probably rank them one through five. What is most important for you? I would say mine's probably words of affirmation, and my wife is not good at that. That is not her thing. Although, she is not going to give you words of affirmation. She is not. She grew up, and if you understand how she grew up, they just do not give out affirmation. And little, you're a soft boy for asking. Well, a little yes. pep talk on KVJ Motivational Week would be nice to get it home, probably, but yeah, you're going to get that. That ain't happening. <laughs> but second for me is acts of service. Show me that you love me, and she does do that. You can see that. Even though she's not going to tell you she loves you a lot, she's going to do stuff. You're like, okay, that's nice. She does. She yeah. gets you gifts. Right. She she does things. She takes things off your plate. Yeah. She helps you with so many balls you have to juggle. That's why I think that works. Now, if she couldn't do it and we're way down at number five, then I think that's a disconnect. And that's going to be a relationship that's going to struggle to work. The only balls Kevin will juggle is his own. Oh, oh no. Because they're in her purse. Yeah, thank God physical touch is number one. You like to be touched, though. Don't... I do. I'm okay with that. That probably would be... Probably number three for me, uh, followed by quality time and then gift giving. Well, where are you on a, okay, you're watching a movie and you want to, where where are, where are you on the, the snuggle or cuddle scale? Is it like a three out of ten? Sit close, but don't, you don't have to drape yourself all over me. No hand massages of sorts? That's fine. Jay Bird's a draper. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> He's all Dude, over you. Dude, you are drapes. Yes. <laughs> heavy drapes. Just right you are you. heavy drapes. You're those <laughs> Kind of blackout drapes. You are so heavy. Um, affection. Yeah, it's a good thing to know. Well, if give giving is your love language, it might be good to know today is National Handbag Day. Oh, you know, Mama loves a purse. Mm-hmm. Panda actually gave me this purse that I'm oh, yeah? rocking today. He got it off of eBay. I love a secondhand designer deal, which is what he got. That, that was a good one. Okay, tell me what you would rather have on National Handbag Day. A mid-level bag or high-end shoes? High-end shoes. Really? Dude, have you been in her walk-in closet? I don't she, really care for mid-level bags. She has so many shoes in her. She kind of rivals me with my figures. With shoes. Nah, I have way more figures, but still, she got a lot of shoes. Yeah. We had Uncle Bill build a wall. Of just shoes. It goes from floor to ceiling, Kevin. It's no joke. You can't even debate, though, a high-end bag versus high-end shoes, right? It's high-end bag every to every time. Yes, because I love high-end bags the most. Okay. And I think price point, you can't even come close. I love a bargain. I don't care what you had to spend. I'm a label whore. I'm all about the label. I'm all about how it looks. I'm all about that. But if you got a great deal on it, I even respect you more. And I, I almost kind of think that the whole shoe thing, that's not a gender thing. I, I know so many dudes oh, that yeah, are absolutely. into shoes. They collect them. They have collections like Virginia does. Right. And they, they will spend half of their paycheck on the newest whatever shoe. But I don't think guys have that equivalent of the handbag hats maybe I, i'm a hat guy i'm not a shoe guy well, what would you rather have a hat or shoes shoe or a, a yeah. hat definitely hat but really yeah but I, I know a lot of guys that are hat and shoe guys look at him now he's wearing a hat and no shoes, shoes okay, yeah. I, I don't really care about <laughs> true. shoes good point yeah. good point i'll ask you where the uh, ladies are on national handbag day what would you rather have a mid-level bag or high-end shoes we'll see where that is go to youtube and vote now kvj well, today's National Handbag Day. We were just talking about how 
Bird and I would not know the difference between a high-end bag and just something that was not. We're going to talk about maybe putting together a little quiz for the fellows to see if we saw two different bags. Can you identify which one is worth the insane amount of money? And I've heard stories of bags that are worth in the hundreds of thousands of dollars. There are like some Birkin bags, some uh, Hermes that do go up in value but most designer bags do not call for those kind of price tags like a like a birkin or a hermes what about it it's clay horn <laughs> not Liz or, uh, claiborne. claiborne not claiborne claiborne, claiborne. I, I knew claiborne <laughs> claiborne <laughs> liz claiborne not as known as liz claiborne <laughs> Liz Claiborne is so like 1985. They're not crushing it still? I looked it up because you've brought her up before. I guess she's still in the game, but I mean, it's not one of the names that's tossed around when you talk big designers. How much can you pay for a high-end pair of shoes? What's the most you've ever seen for shoes? I mean, when you start talking about uh, Louboutins, Uh uh, you can talk like, you know, Fifteen hundred bucks, a thousand dollars. I never like to pay full retail for anything, yeah. so I'm always the girl on the sale rack looking for the sale shoe, sale purse. But a, a new fall version of a Prada, as they say in the business. Oh, yeah, a new fall version of a Prada is going to run you probably around nine hundred to fifteen hundred. First, crazy for new. I'm not too proud to buy a used shoe. I put a little Lysol in it, and I'm good to go. Would you okay. buy, would you go 50 bucks for for a used Clayhorn? <laughs> <laughs> well, we asked the question, ladies, what would you rather have, a mid-level handbag or high-end shoes? 52% are going for the mid-level handbag over the shoes. Huh. Yeah, mm. there you go. That's how it breaks down. National Handbag Day. Half and half. All right, uh, we got after the show coming up here in just about 10 to 15 minutes, live on YouTube, on Twitch as well. Look for the KBJ Show or get it wherever you get your podcasts anytime on demand. Bird, if you would, wrap us up with your thought for the day. And oh, one other thing I want to throw in, if you want to not have a scary face, use the code word SPA, S-P-A, in the WRMF app to get $500 in treatments from beginning to new. I love beginning new. All right, Bert, what you got? Talk a lot about overthinking today. Okay. Overthinking. It's a dream killer. Sometimes you can drown yourself in your own thoughts. Be careful. Mm. Want to watch the KVJ Show? YouTube.com. Search KVJ Show. Subscribe. The KVJ Show will be back in minutes on 97.9 WRMF.